You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like, I want to I get a pair myself. Like, I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and, you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're 25 bucks, and, uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Hey, guys. Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently. and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that. But what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I'll tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy. I like playing games. I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it's, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
understands. We're podcasters. He's a host, baby. Keep him coming, big boy. I'm sorry. Broth, you hate broth. That's Flim Flam. This ain't no comedy show. Well, kind of it. I bought hot dogs. Love it. Love it. Love it. My favorite. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody. DDS, welcome to the program episode. Oh, boy, we didn't talk about this prior to the show. 3011? No. 3010. Yeah. 3010. Beverly Hills 3010 is nothing. (laughs) It's nothing at all. (laughs) We're, We're in Sherman Oaks. Beautiful day today, close to 90. Yesterday was crazy hot as well, but we welcome people back to the studio. Matt Belknap has returned, and we'll uh, we'll discuss that in a moment. I'm still wearing my mask. I may take it off at some point, mm-hmm. uh, since I'm the you know I got to lead this ship, and being behind this mask is uh, uh, I'll say it. Uh, I, I don't, I'm a guy who I don't mind wearing my mask anywhere I go. I don't do not, I do not mind it any way, shape, or form. Don't mind throwing it on to to, to even walk out to the mailbox if I need to. Uh, I'm not doing that. Nobody's doing that. <laughs> it's my mailbox is in a. You know what? I got a I got a PO box, so I go to the post office. <laughs> well, then you should put your mask on. Um, I don't have a PO box anymore. I don't. Uh, w- once we move to this office, masks off. Once we move to this uh, location, boy, that does sound better, though, doesn't it? <laughs> um, once, uh, once I moved to the, we moved the studio to this location. I was able to use this as a mailing spot, right? And uh, so then I did not have to. And uh, I think I talked about it on the show. Uh, the guy who I was, uh, the place I was getting my mailbox from, was literally disappointed. He mm. like he was not, saddened that I wouldn't be stopping in. Al. He couldn't tell his friends anymore. The comedian Jimmy Pardo is a, a customer of mine. My dentist, by the way, uh, he's got a new guy in there, my dentist. And uh, I was making this guy laugh, the new mm-hmm. guy. And uh, he goes, what do you do for a living? And I, I, I go, well, I'm a, I'm a comedian. And he's like, and he's like, oh, geez, we got, we got a celebrity. This guy's a celebrity. And he, and he got, oh, no. he, I go, I go, I go let's, uh, let's temper those expectations. <laughs> I, I, I'm not Gabriel Iglesias. I'm not selling out Dodger Stadium two nights in a row. I'm not, you know, and... Uh, and he's like, well, what if you did, what if I, and I said, I said, I did you know, Tonight Show and Conan O'Brien. And he's like, oh, my God, I love Conan O'Brien. Who, what'd you want Conan? And then he's trying to figure out if he saw me. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, uh, I gave, I gave that guy a little thrill. Yeah. He was excited that he uh, got to uh, clean the, the the filthy mouth of comedian Jimmy Pardo. <laughs> what do you say when someone says, what did you do on Conan? What do you say? Like, dude, do you ever see that thing about the cardigan with the button unbuttoned? <laughs> I... You know what I do is I say, I, I finally have come to grips with just saying I was the warm-up comic. That, yeah. that seems to be the easiest way to right. do it. I said I was the warm-up comic, I said, but then that eventually led to me doing some correspondence stuff, some remote some remote uh, segments, to being a guest, to uh, actually filling in for Andy Richter as co-host a couple times. Uh, so that's kind of what I say. Yeah. I, I, I bring them down the path, mm-hmm. uh, hoping they don't interrupt me, because I want to get all of those credits Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. And uh, Gary, coming in. Ah. That boy. Look at that catch. We did it. He did it. I know. I don't oh know. What, what do we do? Do we? You know what? You get a chip. Here you go. Oh, wait. <laughs> I know. No. Oh, no, no, no you got to get it back. Go chip back. By the way, I almost missed the truck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where go. is it? I, so I think this. 
That's the that's the music for him catching, right? Uh, it's already over though. Yeah, but it's over because he already dropped it. Oh, he yeah. dropped he dropped the uh, his, he dropped his reward. I treat Karen. I think this is fair. It's like a seal. <laughs> <laughs> when he performs, it does something right. Mm-hmm. You give him a little, I give him a chip. From now on, Gary, that's the truth. From now on, whatever you do, something I find that he's you're doing your job. I'm going to throw you a chip. Yeah. And if you catch it, you keep it. If you drop it, you give it back to me. Fair right? Enough. You're the seal. That's, he's the seal. Yeah, that's the worst kind of tipping system I think I've ever. Heard oh, I think of. it's the worst. Yeah. And I and it can't be more demeaning. It can't be. <laughs> but I do like that he's the seal. I, I that I do like. Uh, certainly not a navy seal. Yeah, he could be a navy seal. Uh, Garen. I mean, uh, if, if, he, he caught, if he'd caught him early enough. I'm talking village people style navy. Oh, oh seriously. <laughs> right. Oh, I don't even know if I can pull that off. You can't be with the village. You can't go to a village people guy. I would love it. Wouldn't you love to dance around a village people concert? Those guys were fit, though. What, I think that's his point. I'm not a dance guy, though. When I'm at a concert, I just kind of, I, I, I kind of, maybe but, I bop. But, but there's going to be, you find magnets. You're This is you, <laughs> and then you go to match point, the fit guy, and before you know it, you guys are uh, both sitting in a corner jerking off watching two other people fuck. Wow. So this is a, this is a good concert for him. <laughs> you know what? I might go to this show. If that's what I'm going to be seeing off yeah. to the side. I might go. And, well, see, I'm, I'm in. Wow, my voice cracked. I'm envisioning uh, a Navy SEAL like having like the goggles on, whatever. Which yeah, can't be true. But then now you're in a mask. Now you're now you think so you can let go. Nobody knows what you're doing. You can dance like nobody's watching because nobody knows it's scared. Yeah, it's kind of like an yeah, eyes wide shut situation. Oh, yeah. interesting. You're wearing a mask. If you weren't married, Matt Bell, but we're going to get to the fact that you're wearing your mask and, uh-huh. and, and, and that we're back yeah, the, in the studio. The free don't? listener doesn't know what you're talking about. Uh, Matt's wearing a mask. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, I just mean with the, with the whole situation. Uh, Matt's back in the studio. Although they don't know. You're right. That's they right. don't know any of that. Yeah. yeah. The, the free listener. Right. Well, they know that they got an episode that wasn't new. Right. Uh, they assumed it was jury duty. They assume. Well, all right. So we'll walk through that in a moment. But I, what I want to ask, because uh, 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 this is v- much more important. Yeah. If you let's pretend uh, Elise, not like Danielle, wises up mm-hmm. and says enough of this guy's pedantic bullshit. Yep. Uh, I can't take it anymore. Uh-huh. He, uh, we finally have this new big house. Boy, it would be nicer without this guy's voice <laughs> echoing through it. Yeah. Um, uh, you have not sold your old house yet, so there's a chance that you, you maybe you still <laughs> live there. Hit the bricks. You got a you got a, a bed waiting for you over there. You know, and so uh, but you're you're done. You and Elise uh-huh. are done. Okay. Uh, you get invited to an eyes wide shut party. <laughs> Can't think of anything worse. Do you go? No. You don't go. As no. a sing, as a newly, for the first time in 30 years, single oh, dude. God, no. Let, let, let me just say to you, Matt, that as a 50-year-old single dude, you probably should go to that party. You got it for the story. <laughs> really? For the story oh, alone, but God. also also like dating as as a, an adult man is not is no no good. No bueno. Right. But let, let's play. So uh, this I mean, is better? It's coming from your point of view. Well, let's keep that in mind. I hear that from no, I know, pretty kidding. much everybody. Yeah, uh, it does seem to be the common refrain. Yeah. So, what was your question? Uh, so, I, I get that dating is bad when you get to your forties and fifties, but is this better? Well, I mean, at least you know everybody's there for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I you mean, know, slap on a condo and let's go. I I don't. <laughs> or just or just pull a Garen and watch some stuff. That can be fun too. I don't think I could watch. I don't think I could. I don't think I would have the patience. Well, my thing is, since I am not, I am not a homosexual. It's a little bit weird to be amongst naked men for me. Uh, so that would be a little bit like even fun. in a swinging situation. I mean, 
We're all swinging situations. This is a, it's a I'm real, not, I'm not, to me, it's a real Groucho Marx thing. Like, I don't want to be a member of a club that would have me in this. <laughs> well, that's a good point. First of all, nobody, nobody says they would have you. Yeah, you, I know. You, you're, but, but, but you got invited. You're an invited guest. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I guess I don't want to be at a party at a place that people would want to go to at that party. Like, if, if you could, in, in like total abstract, like, you know, say you're, you know, in a virtual world where you can sort of do, have whatever you want. Yes, if you say like this is if these are the people there, then that sounds great to me. But I also, even if that's the case, I don't need to disappoint strangers in a Lone Ranger mask. First of all, I, that, that's that's my big spiritual problem. But my, you don't want to know anybody there. I don't want to know anybody because you, you don't want to the next day see Bob yeah. walk. Hey, hey at, at the coffee right. maker. Yeah. No, it's all. It would. I would. You know how like we all we're all men here. We all know. The, the 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 sort of inherent feeling of shame when you finish masturbating this is this is probably that times a thousand when you're when you're done when you're walking back to your car just the feeling would be horrible let me ask you a question how old do we have to get where that shame goes away it's never gonna I, go away I, I don't i don't have that shame you don't feel shame uh, no because God i wash my you. own laundry <laughs> Wow. Well, I do too. That's not the really the, yes. def, the no, defining for me, factor for me. For me, it is when I was a kid. Yeah. And then my mom. That's that's the reason why I started doing my own laundry mm-hmm. when I was when I was uh, you know twelve. Good for you. Boy. Good for you. I didn't start. I, I didn't start doing my own laundry till I moved out. That's the truth. I still. Yeah. I still put it in the family hamper as a twenty-two-year-old man, mm-hmm. which is and my mom would do it and and have a full-time job and like. Why was that ever? Why was that her responsibility? It was only when I became a comic that I would then bring the clothes home from the road and I would throw them in and I would do yeah. it. But still, it's ridiculous that I would. I would. I, I'm embarrassed by that. Mom, I apologize. I looked up to heaven <laughs> as if that's a thing. Uh-huh. That's uh, well, that's unacceptable. Why did she? Why did she not sit me down and say? It's just habit. She was, you you have a you have a full time job. Yeah. Do your own fucking laundry. do your laundry on your day off. Dude, why, why am I doing it on my day off? Do it on, on your day off. You do your laundry. When, you know when you're out there washing your... You can't. That's two waters going at once, but you know my point. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that still the thing, by the way? Uh, if, if you're doing a load of whites, it, it makes sense to be like, do you have any whites? Do you have any whites? Like, put them all into one thing. It's not like... It would make no sense for you to just do your own laundry and exclude everyone else's laundry in the house. Well, I got to be honest. By the time... I, when I was a road guy, uh, every, whites and colors uh, were all in there together. You're very progressive. Uh I was the uh, rainbow. <laughs> well, uh, if that's the is case, col- is colors the right? Colors sounded wrong in my ear. <laughs> colors, color, whites, and colors. Col- color. That's colors. what. The, yeah. I would say colors. Colored clothes. No, that's wrong. That yeah. sounded wrong. I knew it hit my ear wrong. It was wrong. <laughs> yeah, it sounded horrible. <laughs> uh, but if you if you could do one full load of all of your dirty things, then yeah, you should have been doing that. Oh yes, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, well then you're yeah you're in the wrong. <laughs> There's a chance when my brother lived there too, which didn't, you know, he moved and lived with my dad. But mm-hmm. when all four, when my, when Ron, my stepfather, my my mom, my brother, and me were in our, yeah, there's a chance she was doing the laundry for four people. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I mean, at a certain point, it's not really more work. Depending, I mean, like four people. It's not. You're right. It's not more work because if she's doing a load of laundry anyway, well, no, no, is she folding it? Is she folding it? Yeah, I want to say okay, she was folding that it. Is, more that work. is more work. Yeah. yeah, I want to say she was folding as well. It's also more work. It, the number of loads increases. So it, Not necessarily because cause if you do, if you really do laundry right, you're going to have 
t-shirts in one thing. You're going to have jeans in another. Like you no, don't. One's, you, no one's doing that. No one's doing that. Uh, I think there are plenty of people who do that. Let me ask you a question. A lot of them are women. Do you do that? I do, but I have a lot of each kind of thing, so it makes it easier. But I still would Remember, because... he has like 30 of each thing, and then yeah, he wears true. them all for a, yeah. a straight month and then does a giant thing. Yeah. You know, to your point, I will say this. When, again, when I was a road comic, I would then do my jeans separately because it would be... Th- well, remember, I told, you, I told you about me going on the road. My first f- several years on the road is uh, if I was on the road for five days, Tuesday through Saturday, I would wear... Uh, I would bring five pairs of pants to wear during the day. And five pairs of pants to wear at night. So I would I would pack ten pairs of pants. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until I was on the road with Pete Schwaba that he he was like, "What are you doing? Why do you have ten pairs of pants?" And because I bring, you know, three or whatever, and I wear this one. And like, and then I talked to other comics. I was the only fucking idiot, yeah, having day I mean, clothes and night clothes, especially for the day clothes. Because if you have a pair of jeans, you could wear those for a few days, and it's not unless you've spilled on yourself or something. I, I, mean, I do it now. Yeah. I can't, I, I I can't tell a, you the last time I washed any of my clothes. I can understand having, <laughs> I can understand having a like unless they're exactly the same. I can understand having a different show pa- pant. Yeah, for each night that would make sense. To yes, me. for the tax write off, if nothing else. Yeah. That part at, at most though, let's say at most six pairs of pants. Right. That's at most one for one for during the day, uh-huh. all seasons, all weather, mm-hmm. all conditions, mm-hmm. and then different uh, at night. Mm-hmm. But then when I switched to the suits, that made everything a lot easier because I would just bring two suits with me. Mm-hmm. And then I bring the, my my day clothes, and that was that was it, mm-hmm. piece of cake. Anyway, all this is a long way of saying Matt had COVID last week. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So if you are listening, if the free feed now again the, to your point, Matt, the platinum uh, member knows So we did a, mm-hmm. a show last week with you on Zoom. Yep. Uh, but we uh, for the um, free feed, they received a uh, an episode, the Jose Arroyo episode, yeah. where I gave a very cryptic, uh, and I used the, the word I I want to say grab assery. One too many times, it, 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 but you did. You put a little uh, on it at the end. You're like grabassery. I th- I th- oh, did I do it a third time? Was that the, uh, the, when you said it at the end? You you sort of you, you spiced it up nicely. Well, know this. It's because I was like, I can't you're, believe I'm using this word again. You're in your head, knowing yeah. I, I wanted. I was reaching for another phrase, but I couldn't get it. Um. Uh, so anyway, that's what happened last week. Yeah. Uh, well, the the initial. Uh, right, we had we, we had two shows that we didn't have. Right, because we right. banked because we had banked an episode thinking Elliot was going to have jury duty, which we still need to hear the story about yeah. what happened there. And then he he got he, that that actually didn't interrupt any recordings. But then uh, Zoe tested positive. I think the day that we were supposed to record the last lettered episode. That is correct. And so I just out of an abundance of caution, I stayed home and we just decided to put out that banked episode uh, on Sunday instead of trying to do something on Zoom. And had then, we had we known, by the way, how smooth Zoom could have been yeah. was we could have we could have done that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Although, that Garen I, I will say that it, as, as much as you don't want to ever do a show on Zoom again. It's not fun being the only person on Zoom. I'll tell you that much. Like yeah. that, that's not that's not a, a, a fun way to do this. But I 100 percent agree. I understand that uh, and recognize that as a guy who's done phoners yeah. my entire career. You call into a radio station and you're they're all there, mm-hmm. you know, playing grab ass. These are grab assery, and, and uh, you know you're on the fucking phone. With, yeah, you yeah. Know, like, uh, but uh, but knowing that, that it, it did go smoothly mm-hmm. in the future, now that Gary knows how to do things, we that is certainly an option mm-hmm. uh, so that we don't have to you know, just a flat out cancel. So anyway, the point is you cancel that one. Right. Uh, and then I, and then I tested positive. So like, just for people who didn't hear the, the platinum episode, 
like uh, the whole family got it in quick succession. It was like Thursday, Zoe, Friday, Charlie, Saturday. Again, I only heard this. Will you please give the status of who they are in the house? Okay, Zoe, my daughter. Thank you. Thursday, Friday, Charlie. Uh, Saturday, I had Charlie's who? My son. Saturday, I had symptoms, but I tested negative. Um, And then Elise tested positive Saturday night without any symptoms. And then I tested positive Sunday morning, even though I'd had symptoms. On Easter Sunday? Yes, since Friday, yeah. Um, so, uh, so we got through it, you know, it's, it's annoying and it sucks. The kids are back at school. They're back at school. It's Charlie's birthday today. Happy birthday to Charlie. The big one. Oh, he's 10. Yeah. Double digits. Mm-hmm. Wow. Remember that being a big deal. It is. Um, has he had a growth spurt yet? Like, is he, is he, uh, uh is he still, uh, I mean, he's, he's still on the smaller side for his age, but. I mean, he's still, he's growing. He's, I don't think there's been a moment where it's like, wow, you really sprang up o- overnight. Didn't but, you envy those guys? Yeah. I mean, it's a, I mean, you're taller than I am, but you, you, by other accounts, you, people would consider you on the shorter side. I would not. And when I was a kid, I was very short. Uh, but there would always be that guy that, you know, there, every summer somebody would leave and come back to school six inches taller. Mm. And it, it, that never happened to me, but yeah. I would be like, maybe. Maybe, maybe, yeah. this, maybe this is the summer and I walk in and everybody goes, we had a load of that fucking guy. Yeah. Never. Not once that yeah. happened. Anyway, oh, look at part of it. He's wearing a different Kiss shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so I guess somebody went to uh, Great America. Look at his uh, <laughs> new hat. Um, all right. So you got over the COVID. Yeah. But, so you're, but you're wearing a mask today. Uh, just out of caution. Yeah. Just, I don't want to, you know, risk getting anybody sick. Just even though I'm, I'm past the point of supposedly I'm past the point of uh, being uh, contagious. contagious yeah and you and you spoke to a health official on this yeah when 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 we knew we had it we all we got went to get a, like a real pcr test that, that they they send the paperwork to the county and so the county contacts you and says you've got covid do, do this and this and this and one of the things you have to do is like sort of like a exit interview basically oh, really? <laughs> yeah and you can do it online or you can just talk to them on the phone and i just i did it on the phone you get and, some answers that way, right? You get to talk to somebody who's yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I just, I just felt simpler. Actually, Elise did it first, and so she, uh, the same the same woman called both of us, and so she's like, I already have most of your information from your wife. So, oh, so uh, this will be quick, but uh, but yeah, she did say that if you if you had if you had been boosted, and you. Um, get covid then you are not contagious five days after the onset of symptoms and so i should be good but i'm just gonna play it safe safety for, first that's well, all that do we want to say the reason why you think that it's worth are you, are you I, don't, I, that? I don't know if we need to oh, okay. go into that kind of detail all right. All right. i don't even know what you're referring to but I, I, i'll find out later <laughs> yeah it, uh, no okay. we don't no no not, and i'll ask you to mind your business <laughs> Is it because of the Eyes Wide Shut party? Is that what you're referring to? Well, I mean, I, I did actually go to one. Okay, I, I admit it. That's, I, how, you, that's how the whole family got COVID. It was no, no, not, not the children. Of course. It was after. It was after we had it. There was an all COVID. Oh, oh fuck party. Fuck party. Yeah, it was like you had to have COVID to get in. Jesus Christ, how do I get COVID? Yeah, take that mask off. <laughs> uh, and as uh, we talked about, it, I got the second booster shot. My mm-hmm. uh, uh, being a man of a certain age. Uh, able to got it, and I, I had very few side effects from that's this. That's great. My dad and his wife, though, got that's hit hard. No, they right. got hit hard. Now I don't know if they had Pfizer or Moderna. My dad's mm. got his his texts are short because he's, you know, he's seventy nine years old, and uh, he, he said they they got hit hard. Uh, and, and what did you get, Moderna? I got Moderna. Mm-hmm. The, the pharmacist. Uh, I asked about switching it up, and 
Uh, one pharmacist was, yeah, you can go either way, whatever one you want to get. And then the, the other one said, you know, I would just get the Moderna. And mm-hmm. I said, all right, just do it. And, and then, but, I don't know, he Sorry. dropped something. Uh, so here we are. Yeah. Uh, but you're back and uh, you seem fine. I feel great. I mean, I, I, I would say 99%, you know, it's like when you have a cold, you don't, you're over it, but you still like sort of have lingering whatever. But I'm, I'm basically... 100 percent right you know like i think by, probably by the end of the week it will feel like nothing happened i'm looking forward to having that sweet uh super immunity you know the the booster plus having the COVID antibodies that's gonna be nice oh that's gonna be real nice for you yeah i'm gonna be all over the town you guys you guys are gonna see you're gonna be like what's matt doing now i take advantage of it yeah take advantage of the super bots mm-hmm. uh we've had a, like, several guests have had the super bots right yeah I, I, I'm still I'm still getting comfortable with you calling them super bods, but now that I understand why you're saying that, I, yeah, I guess there's been a few like Carl, I think Carl Tart. Yeah, I believe he spoke. Did Wendy Liebman was she another one? Hey, by the way, speaking of Wendy Liebman, uh, uh, she was our surprise. Remember we opened up that Hamilton vinyl? Yeah, that's from Wendy Liebman. Oh my God, oh, Wendy what? Liebman sent that in. Wow. That's ridiculous. Thank I, you. I 100 agree with you. She she uh, sent in a. Uh, sent in an email. She sent, uh-huh. sent in an email right, you know, right here to the firm, mm-hmm. um, saying, "Did you get that? Hey, did you get that vinyl?" And I was like, "Are you the person that sent the surprise Hamilton?" She goes, "I am." And then, wow, uh, explained why, uh, because I remember zero things on this show. Don't remember. And um, what was the reason? Like, did... still don't understand. It, to be honest with you. <laughs> was it a, a thank you gift for having her on the show? That seems excessive. It, uh... We should be thanking her. That's what I thought. Should we send it back? <laughs> yeah, that makes the most sense, right? <laughs> I don't want to do that. Uh, hang on. Who is... Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, oh, look at that. Judge holds Trump in contempt for failing to comply with subpoena. Well, that related to nothing. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, by the way, I do have some breaking news. I, have, I do have breaking news. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I have breaking news. This is very exciting. Breaking news with Jimmy is probably not Wait. News. Heads up. I cannot find the breaking news. Did I do what the shit? Where's the breaking news? Oh, there it is. Here it is. You ready? Give it to me again. Give it. Give it. Come on. Breaking news with Jimmy is probably not really new. All right. Now, admittedly, this is a little dated because we didn't have those shows. Uh, but date. Uh, this is uh, uh, what do they always say? Time the timeline. What's the news? I think when they when they stand when Dateline. The time, Dateline. Dateline. April 11, 2022. Zoe Deschanel is shocked. You can't recognize her without her bangs. Hit it. <laughs> Breaking news with Jimmy is probably not really news. So, so. Bu- BuzzFeed felt that was a fucking headline. <laughs> she, she, in their defense, she does have a bit of a mystery who, box of a face. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I just think it is kind of interesting that a, a TV star could walk down the street with a, a baseball hat on and, or yeah, even I don't, just a headband. I don't like COVID, Matt, at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's, ridic- it's ridiculous that you're siding with BuzzFeed on this headline. Zoe Deschanel is shocked. Shocked. Yeah. You can't recognize her without her banks. So she walking around going, Really? Really? To people? Well, <laughs> my wife finds her adorkable. As she, as they, actually, she does not. She just likes calling her adorkable uh, because they called her that on that uh, program or something, mm-hmm. right? The New Girl. Uh, new Girl, which uh, I lost interest in that show. I, I liked it at first, then I quickly lost interest, but others loved it. I think, Gary, I you loved the whole thing, right? Was it you? I have never seen a single episode. <laughs> Who was it that on your, on, on your uh, How to Survive with Danielle and Christine, you guys had. Somebody on you were talking about it, and, and and I believe Christine Kimmel and the guest saw it all the way through and loved it. I couldn't even. 
I don't know. You've had some good up. I mean, you've all the episodes are good, but you had uh, Paul F. Tompkins on recently. Scott Ackerman, who was on last week? That was a good one. Todd Todd Glass was on mm-hmm. recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah these are really fun. Uh, great. And then uh, you got some other guests coming up, I imagine. Uh, <laughs> I hope one day I I, I got to figure out how to who the booker of that show is. I I'd, I'd like to go on that show. You must have some stories that would apply to surviving. Here here's the problem. I've told them all. <laughs> you've, you've, told them, you've told them all here, yeah. You've and told them all to Danielle. <laughs> certainly Danielle's are yeah, them all. Yeah, I, I, I know them all. Like, yeah. uh, so if, if you do go on that show, you should aim everything at Christine because she's the only one who hasn't heard She'll them. be surprised by this information, yeah. yeah. Uh, or uh, just make something up. <laughs> that seems to be the best way to go, right? Yeah, yeah remember the day where I, you know, there was the time where, remember when I was on the news because I was scaling the World Trade Center to a Spider-Man costume? <laughs> remember that? That was me. Was that the World Trade Center that the guy did that? Uh, well, so. there's 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 the that man on wire documentary about the guy who walked the right. But then there's the, the there's, Spider-Man there's the guy, guy that they called Spider-Man. He did a few different buildings. I I, I don't know if he ever did the World Trade Center. Sears Tower, or whatever. He did Sears now. Tower in Chicago. That, it's now called the Willis Tower, but he did do. If I don't know if it was the same guy, but that, whoever that was did do the Sears Tower in Chicago. You know what I said when I found out they renamed that? What? What are you talking about, Willis? <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Idiot. But by the way, you go to Chicago. First of all, and I don't disagree with this. Everybody still calls it the Sears Tower. Yeah. But there's then they ain't, I ain't ever calling it the Willis Tower. <laughs> it's gonna, to me, that's the Sears Tower. Okay. I mean, they changed. Yeah, they changed names. That's is that Sears. The, Sears isn't in business anymore. Is that what happened? Sears just couldn't afford. Yeah. To have their name on it anymore. I don't. Th- again, I don't think. I don't think. I think Sears has twelve stores left in the country. Yeah. If that. So what's Willis? That's a great question. Or who? Willis Tower. Garen, you're gonna have to look that up. I mean, that, you make fun of those people, but that's how, kind of how I feel about the Staples Center, and I don't even care about the brand Staples. I'm just not calling it Crypto.com. I here's full 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 disclosure. I did not understand that Staples was a brand name sponsor uh-huh. for like maybe the first year. I th- I thought they just decided to call it the Staples Center. Like maybe it was like somebody's like, last name. Like it was named after Mavis Staples. Yeah, somebody <laughs> obviously not her, but yes. Uh, I thought it was that. So. Yeah. Uh, so to me, you call it, always calling the Staples Center. I, for some reason, I don't have any problem with that. Mm-hmm. Call that your whole life. Yeah. I predict in five or seven years, you'll call it the crypt. You'll, you're going to. I don't know that it'll still be called that in five or seven years. To be <laughs> you, think, you think crypto's going to go away? Uh, I would, crypto's, I would, crypto's, if crypto's not gone by next year. I would surprised. love that to happen. You think I should unload my Dogecoin? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's one of, somebody on one of the threads, on one of our threads that we have uh, said, uh, hey, Doge and the, whatever the other dog coin jumped up. It, it that was, was Garrett. And, yeah. then, and then did you look, Elliot, and it it didn't bump up at all? In, fa- it, in fact, it, it lost, right? Lost yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, very like volatile. You guys very weren't quick enough. Yeah. <laughs> it was the only time it jumped was that time we were on that Zoom yeah. uh, doing that live thing. Right. And Mike, Sch- Mike Schmidt tested thinking, or not he tested, he might have tested my patience, but <laughs> he texted thinking that I, I literally now had $200,000. He's like, dude, did it fucking... And I was like, I looked, and it went. It, what I had jumped to two thousand, I think it was, because uh, I, don't, I don't have a lot. And then, and then right it bumped back right back down. And then it went right back down. Well, yeah. that day, the the Reddit group people, what do they call themselves? I don't remember what they call themselves. Wall Street they, bets. Yeah, yeah, they were the stalkers crazy again. With oh, they AMC were. and GameStop and everything. My AMC stock went up a lot, and I'm like, should I sell it? And by the time I was like, I'm, I'm going to sell it because I need it, and it just it tanked again. Oh boy. So I'm just leaving it for now hopefully it crawls back up yeah yeah i think you just gotta leave it man I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. let it ride although that said i wish i would have when 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 this crypto thing jumped up to two grand 
I should, if anything, I should have jumped out and then rebought or something. But well, that's if you're really playing and you're trying. I'm to not it. playing anything. Why is that loose again, man? Why is that? Uh, why is that? Uh, is it the guy underneath? Yeah. Wait, I think it went the wrong way. Righty tight. No, I think that was right. Right is tight. Righty tighty, lefty loosey, right? Mm-hmm. Used to do that joke. No, that's going. That's going the wrong way for some reason. Oh yeah, that's that's loose. So you're saying this way. Maybe we should take a break and do this. Hmm. Oh, you heard that? That's tightening it. So it's the opposite direction. There we oh, go. That's strange. There we go. That that's night and day. Night and day. You are the one. I don't know the words to that. Only you need. The I've only heard that song four zillion times in my life. I don't know. I thought you were doing night and day. The like the sort of blues song. I'm doing the uh, Sinatra. Mm. You've you've heard that. Okay. The cover. In, I don't. In uh, movies or something, you've heard uh, mm. somebody some version of that. It's you know it's a. Big, big, oh, God. big band era thing. There we go. That's about right. <laughs> um, so, but what happened during COVID, let's talk about this very quickly. When when Matt had the COVID, this mm-hmm. family, they had four tickets to see Rent at the Pantages Theater. <laughs> yeah. uh, Easter Sunday, mm-hmm. one o'clock showing. Right. And I was going to maybe buy a ticket and join you. It's the last minute I decided I was not going to do that. Mm-hmm. But then you got the vid mm-hmm. and then you sent out a text to everybody here in-house saying, hey, uh, we've got uh, four good tickets for uh, for rent. If anybody wants them, free of charge, uh, we can't unload these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, well, if you, know, uh, if you get to noon and you haven't sold it, I'll take one. And uh, I check with my family. And I've never been greeted with more icy no's about any topic <laughs> in my entire life. I knew, I knew Danielle was definitely going to be a no. Yeah. She hates that shit. She's seen it before. She has seen it before, yeah. Like at, at live, like she's seen the stage production. She has not just the movie. She has seen the movie, and I believe several times the stage production. Uh, oh, and several times, uh, I believe. I believe. Okay. Um, and then, but I thought Oliver. You know, Oliver saw that live for made on the live TV one, mm-hmm. which is awful. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "That was the worst." I go, and so I even said to him, "Then come and see it live to see, you know, because you didn't really experience it the right way." Yeah. And he's like, "No way." <laughs> so. Uh, I said if it gets to if it gets to noon, transfer it to me. I'll 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 just hop in my car and I'll go see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, seconds later, I received a ticket. <laughs> like, <laughs> like like at least couldn't wait to at least get rid of one of those things. She, yeah, she was like, this isn't happening. Just uh, I'll just send them. So she sent uh, she sent me the one ticket, and then I was keeping an eye on it to see if anybody was going to sit next to me. Mm-hmm. You alerted me that uh, she was able to unload one of them. <laughs> we did sell one of the, the other. Two. Um, and so then it was like, well, what's, you know, we got these four seats and so there's going to be me and this other person. How do I explain to this person? We have off, we have these four seats. Let's, there's no reason for us to sit next to each other. Mm-hmm. Like, let's give each other some space here. Yeah. And um, so I went there. I, I miraculously, maybe because it was Easter Sunday, found street parking. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's at the Dolby, right? It's at the Dolby, mm-hmm. uh, which is Hollywood and Highland. And that's crazy to find street parking in that area. Because it was still, even though it was Easter, it's still Hollywood and Highland tourists. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't even know where to begin. Like, where do you look for street parking over there? I on my way up Vine, mm-hmm. and I and I I was like, you know what? I'll walk a I'll walk a half mile. Yeah, you know? okay. and then all of a sudden I saw. I was like, there, but there we go. Oh, okay. Pulled in, and there were spots even closer. Yeah. Um, you fucked up. I really fucked up. <laughs> uh, holiday, so you don't even have to pay. All right. So free parking. I got there at uh, maybe five to one. Mm-hmm. Walk in. I go to my seat. Uh, I don't know what magic powers I have these days. Uh, nobody right in front of me. And this was row two in the, uh, you had the main orchestra, you had the orchestra, then you had the, like a, maybe a little step up mm-hmm. and then this section. Uh, and this was second row of that, row B. Um, 
Nobody sat to my right. Nobody sat to my left. That person never showed up. The person who bought the ticket at the last minute never did not showed show up. up. Uh, that said, there were a lot of empty seats, mm. so they may have just decided to sit somewhere oh, else. Oh, that's a good point. Um, uh, in fact, for at, uh, for Act Two, I sat in a, a different seat, mm-hmm. uh, which was off to the. Even though there was nobody in front of me, uh, there was a seat off to the side uh, that nobody was near, and mm-hmm. it was like my own little box. Oh, wow. uh, okay. And it was it was one of those boxes, mm-hmm. and I, and I saw during Act One nobody was sitting there, and I was like, you know what? If, I'm just going to sit there. And if somebody comes back and goes, that's my seat, then I go to my seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like the idea of being over here in a box with nobody around me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I sat there for act two. And uh, it was, uh, I, 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 I won't pull up the text, but I told you, and I quote. No, I want to read it because yeah, okay. you, you made you made the whole family laugh. All right. Um, let's see if I can find uh, run it. Run them down. Run, you know what? Run down the whole exchange. Sure. Uh, this was... Uh, this is, again, at the Dolby Theater. It's a beautiful theater. They It was hot off the Oscars. You could still feel the slap in the room. <laughs> uh, there was a buzz about it. People were talking about it. I think Zoe Deschanel was there. I'm not sure because it's hard to recognize her you'd these never, days. You'd never know it. I mean, I don't know if it was her. I mean, I uh, it, could, it very well could have been, but this person was parting their hair on the side, and I just was like, well, that's... So she has to be basically excused from all celebrity sightings. Because we mm. won't, oh, 100%. Can't, can't be 100% sure. It is not so going to be an accepted celebrity sighting. Yeah. I agree with that, Garen. Should I send out an email or will you, Garen? I can do it. I okay. Yeah, okay. All right. I'll put the press release out. Did she say that in an interview on Howard Stern or did did her press people send that out? Like, why was that anything? Why is that? It, somebody probably said, oh, wow, you look much different with your hair part of this way. And she's like, really? I do? And that was a headline. Yeah. Shocked. BuzzFeed. She's shocked. She's shocked, Karen. She's in Pinocchio. She's rattled to the she's bone. Mm-hmm. Rattled to the bone. Uh, by the way, I'm drinking a Coke, uh, a Diet Coke today because when I went over there, uh, first of all, there's a uh, there was a mother and her two kids there that uh, I don't know how to do this. They should be taken away from her because she was fucking horrible. Oh, no, I hated I hated this woman. Oh, no. And um, uh, the guy behind the counter was sluggish as well. They were out of Coke Zero, so I had to get a Diet Coke because I. I look forward to coming here and getting my caffeine. I look forward to coming here and getting uh, my flavored. Uh, uh, yesterday, by the way, I went to a place that was out of it, and they had Pepsi Zero Mango. What now? Uh, no. Is it good? good? Dude. I loved it. <laughs> what? I so loved it. It's the flavor of cola plus the flavor of mango. Yeah, uh, But the mango wins. It, yeah. it, it was like this... Icy cold, delicious mango. It it was I. Karen, I, put that in the press release. Mango wins. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Pardo shocked. Pepsi Zero Mango was delicious. Um, it like I didn't like that Stardust thing or whatever that Coke Zero was that uh, that tastes like cotton candy that some people oh. like. Oh yeah, yeah. Didn't like that, but I this was delicious. Anyway, I'm drinking Coke Zero now. That uh, as I've said at the live St. Louis show it's like drinking bums piss it's <laughs> awful uh all right I, I don't know how much of this you want me to read well how, how open are we gonna be here wait, uh, wait do i should i look at it first um i'll just i'll just read should i just read the funny parts well what what what, what part are you uncomfortable reading do you want to show it to me very quickly um yeah what but you know you know use caution it's a I'll, private I'll, private text I'll, message i'll just skip that one part all right, so well, I, no, I gotta know what I. That I, I all right, just I want to know what you said. <laughs> just no, no, just read that. Just read that bigger block of text that you wrote. 
Oh, I think it's okay. Okay, yeah. It, it's it's. I just didn't want to say anything that you said no, no, without you. I'm I'm with you, and I appreciate that you asking, but I think in this case, uh, okay. it's okay. So you, you we were texting about it before, you know, that you got the ticket, and then we. I told you we sold one, and then. Which, which bummed me. You're out. upset about that. Um, so then we get a text. <laughs> I was upset. I was glad that you got some money back. Yeah. Uh, no, no. I just mean you said, uh, "Damn, just enough to lock me in between two people." Damn that person to hell. Yeah. Damn that person to hell. Then that person never showed up. Anyway, I ended up in my own box, so it all worked out. So I, yeah. So I get a text at two thirty. It's intermission. Words cannot express how much you guys dodged a bullet on this one. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> and then, uh, so then you said no, that person didn't show up that we sold the ticket to. And then you luckily have had open seats on each side of me. And then you said, dude, this show is awful. I mean, I think the actual show is awful. And then this production isn't helping. And I said, this is deja vu, man. I predict you'll be bawling by the end. And then you said, I'll keep you posted. And then I, the next text I get, 4.19 p.m., no tears. Oh. <laughs> That's all it says. And then uh, 6.10, I'm not kidding. You were better off getting COVID than seeing this show. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the thing that made our my whole family laugh. Um, it was, I, I, it was, Garen, it wasn't as bad as that one we saw, but it was, it wasn't, and and, and it was interesting because I've seen this show where it's got, it's kind of got a concert atmosphere. People mm-hmm. are, you know, when we light my candle, they hold up little fake candles. Like I've mm-hmm. seen mm-hmm. almost a Rocky Horror thing. This was the 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 applause was tepid at best like after songs and then but still at the end it gave him a standing ovation which was like no come on man we can't just give everything a standing ovation (laughs) i mean you just gave them a part and again i won't say which of the actors one of the actors was out and out awful like like just the the voice the singing voice was bad yeah the acting was like it just wasn't it wasn't good and it's at the Dolby. What would it take to make a good production of Rent? That's my question. A good cast? I mean, a, a good cast. Okay. I, I mean, that time I saw it where, you know, before I knew Anthony Rapp, when Anthony and uh, oh, the guys who played Roger, whose name escapes me, when they were part of that 20th anniversary tour or whatever. Adam Pascal? Uh, say it again? Adam Pascal. Is, Is that, that right? Yeah, Adam Pally was on our show. Yes. Adam Pascal. Yeah. When they were in it, that was really good. Mm-hmm. That was really, really good. Yeah. And I feel bad because, I mean, these are actors. I mean, they're mm-hmm. obviously successful, making a living. And I have, But it really yeah. feels, Matt, and I'm only interrupting you to say this, it really felt like, and even looking at the at the playbill, it really felt like, and I, I hate fucking, who am I? I'm a comedian podcaster who will for, is forever this. Mm-hmm. It felt like I was watching the B team. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I say that about myself too. Like I, it's you know, I, I'm not selling out the forum. Mm-hmm. One could argue, well, you're the fucking beat team. You're you know, you're successful, but you're mm-hmm. not famous. And maybe these people are the same way. Yes, but it just felt like the difference is. I don't think there's a, a cultish group of people who are like this. This cast is actually the greatest. I, you guys just don't get it. Whereas uh, with you, people show up and go, no, Jimmy Pardo is my favorite comedian. He, the fact that he's not super famous and selling out the form. Should there be it. a documentary about me as to why <laughs> it didn't flip? Why? Why? Who's going to make I that documentary? How do I, I don't fund think you want to watch deck? that documentary. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, let's wait until I'm dead, which uh, based, <laughs> based on my health is you guys, you guys should really go into pre-production. Oh, well, you got the title. What's that? The, the B team? Said, wait, just let's wait until I'm dead. Whoa. That's your title. 
Jimmy Pardo documentary. I'm going to be dead, but gonna work you, can workshop, workshop you guys that, will workshop yeah. that, right, internally? <laughs> sure that, I think the estate's not going to I don't want to go in the grave thinking that's the title, <laughs> no, to be honest with you. Just know for a fact that Danielle and I won't let that happen. Okay, thank you. That's all I, can I just say, that? that's all I ask. Yeah. Just make sure my wife and son are covered with whatever leftover funds yeah. we have in the Never Not Funny Bank account. Right. And, um, and then don't let that be the title. That's all I, those are my last two fucking dying that's, wishes. That's totally, I mean, I'm, I'm way ahead of you on this thank, one. Thank Christ. <laughs> Thank, that it, one's, it, that's a non-starter. It can't be that. <laughs> it's not not uh, a good title. Thank you <laughs> <laughs> for anything. I mean, that's just not. It doesn't it's sound terrible. like a title. Then. Everything about it's bad. <laughs> I can't throw him a chip. You throw me a chip. You owe me a chip. Uh, oh boy. We're talking about the seal. He's the seal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were going to say something about this uh, rent cast. Uh, oh, I I have like a because I like Tick Tick Boom so much, and I feel like. Lynn manuel Miranda is one of those people who loves Rent so much. Like, it was, uh, you know, formative experience for yes. him to see it in high school. Uh, I think he saw, like, the original cast probably or close to it. Um, I think he's talented enough that maybe if he made a movie version of Rent, in the same way that Tick, Tick, Boom on paper shouldn't work, but it does. Yes, agreed. I think he could make a good Rent movie because he's got a great eye for talent. He would cast the right people. Right. And I think he understands what's good about it. And by the way, also to your point, I think Jonathan Larson in that original production and the movie, yeah. he cast the right people. Right. Yeah. Those were the right of course. people. Yeah, yeah. And and it was, uh, it, it, say whatever you want about Rent, it was of the time. It, it wasn't a smash by accident. It, yes. It hit on something mm-hmm. at the perfect, like people were like, oh my God, this is a new way of doing Broadway musical. Like this is, this feels important and, and vibrant and, and, and like, fresh. yeah. And that, that was very necessary at that time. So like, you can't take anything away from it on it, that level. I agree. And by the way, that, that 365,000 minutes tune, <laughs> yeah. uh, seasons of love, seasons of love. That's still a great song. It's that's a, a great song. Yeah, yeah, it's an no day thing. like today is a great song. Uh, when you live in a, you know, when living in America, yeah. Uh, it's a little cheesy hokey, but it's still a decent song. It's yeah. Earworm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's there's some shit, mm-hmm. some absolute shit. Um, and again, if you don't have people, it, when, when a song is shit <laughs> and the performer doesn't bring anything to it, yeah. you know, you're, sit, you're I'm sitting with my fucking dick in my hand, which was lucky because I was in my own uh, yeah, box. Yeah, you had a whole point. box for it. Oh, it's great. Uh, and we're all wearing masks. And, yeah. and you didn't cry? Uh, you, well, I had the shame after masturbating, <laughs> of course. But yeah, you should have clarified in, in the text message. No tears due to the show, to the show itself. Right. <laughs> um, I felt it. It's interesting. Full disclosure. I felt that like there is that one scene where it's hard not to get choked up a little bit. There is one scene. And I kind of felt like, oh, Matt's right here. You know, history's on his side. Mm-hmm. Hear it. Oh, no. Hmm. And it it just passed, and it just was like. Was I, it also weird that it was Easter Sunday, and you were by? I mean, I know you see a lot of shows by yourself, but, but the energy of the room may have been affected by the the fact that it was a, mid, a matinee Easter show. I, I'll go along with that. I'll go along with all that. Maybe if you had been there opening night, it would have been a little more electric. Uh, the, 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 they need the they need the energy too. You know that as a performer. I do know that as a performer. You don't have to. I'm the last person in the room you have to tell that to. Yeah. Well, don't worry. It'll be in the documentary. Until I'm dead, or what? After I'm dead, was <laughs> it? What was it? Wait until I'm dead. Wait until I'm dead. Maybe. Yeah. It's not the worst now, it, for this project. I never it, said it was the worst. You did. Uh, yeah, but now that I'm hearing it, I'm like, no, nah, it's actually not the worst. The way title. he just said it right now sounded better than what he did the first time. Yeah. But I still, I'm, be- I'm begging. You can't let that be the title. <laughs> no, no, it's not a good title for this, but 
I'm now I'm now rescinding my statement that is not even a good title. Period. Wait, so what, wait till I'm dead. Wait till I'm after I'm dead. At least wait till I'm dead. I don't know. I mean, obviously we're gonna even name it after your one man show. I mean, that's the way attention to go. must be paid. You think yeah, it should be? I mean, that is, I mean that really is the uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, listen. We'll talk about it off the air. <laughs> I mean, that's really. But I do think pre-production should start. Spe- uh, speaking, of, I want to get into this a little because I keep seeing things about it. Um, uh, speaking of casts not pulling their weight or whatever, uh, have you seen anything about the the funny girl in, on Broadway? No. Uh, you know, Beanie Feldstein is 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 in the lead role, and apparently she's just getting destroyed in reviews. Is like, she really? Yeah, like can't sing, can't do it, and yet it's like you you made me think of it because you were saying like it's still getting standing O's and you know selling out. I don't know how long that'll last if if it's truly bad, but at the moment it's like a hit. But everyone's like, "Yeah, that she's not good." So that you think maybe there's gonna be a recasting soon, or she, yeah, or maybe, does she have an X amount of contract or something? I don't know, or maybe she'll just bow out. I mean, because, she has to. I mean, look, you've been on stage, you know, I've been. On, we we've all done it, uh, where you know this ain't working. But maybe she feels like if I'm is if I'm I'm here to be funny. If I'm being funny and I'm getting laughs. Then I don't. I'm not going to worry about not being the greatest singer. Well, but, I don't. You know what? There's there's something to that. But the word is that's like, I think that show is a little iffy anyway. It's like it was really only notable because Barbara Streisand was in it, and without her or someone of that caliber, which is very hard to find. Right. It's kind of like what is this show? And uh, I frankly don't even know what. I've never seen any version of it. But um, I think I listened to the. Uh, did, I, did I see the movie? I may have seen the movie. Maybe, yeah. And then I know. I know my mom had the soundtrack. Yeah. I think everybody's mom had this. I think so too. <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. But it's just, it's just such an interesting thing because now people are dragging in like her parents uh, are investors in the show. And so that looks bad, you know. And, oh, wow. Uh, you yeah, know, there's a, Karen like, got a an update. like a blind item that yeah, somebody that's, sent I out. I saw that. Is that what the one you read? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Do, do, do more, whatever, do more, whatever yeah, there's like this catty fucking web. I don't know if it's a website or what it is, but it's basically a place for people to post blind items about Broadway. And so it's always written in that way where you're like, I'm not going to say who it is, but it sure is funny how this person's yeah. not holding their way. How this girl. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Exactly. <laughs> Go ahead. You want to read it? Yeah. Uh, a headline of a musical that just opened is really struggling to keep up with the rest of the cast. Everyone in the biz knows it. And is surprised that this person was cast in this role, even though initially people thought they were a good fit, which I think everybody did. Like when I heard that, it, like, that's oh, cool. true. Yeah. Uh, vocally, they just can't keep up with the other cast members. And it is very, very noticeable, which is a shame because this person is good for this role in other ways, but vocally just doesn't have the chops. It's a strange casting choice, which suddenly gets less strange when you find out their parents quietly invested money and other big producer friends slung their weight around to get this show greenlit. But casting someone in a musical who can't sing the role it's just never a good choice. Eight shows a week is so hard on you. Mm-hmm. It's not even funny. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, there we have it. That's hot off there. We're getting a lot of, a lot of hot gossip on the show this morning. I'll tell you, Leah Michelle is probably ecstatic right now. You think she wanted that role? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, she boy. sang the uh, Don't Rain on My Parade on Glee. Oh, she did. To the acclaim of my daughter, at least. <laughs> I turn on that Leah Michelle very quickly. I, I I was I thought she was adorable and talented and great. I, I think the I think the 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 waves of uh, the 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 news that she was unpleasant to work with ver- reverberated so quickly and and well, 
strongly that then, we all gonna oh yeah when she when she walked into conan yeah i just got the vibe of like oh you're that high school theater girl that thinks you're better than everybody like that was mm -hmm. that was her walking from door to door <laughs> yeah. and it was like oh i don't like your i don't know so mm -hmm. to your point it was just felt like that this has been a i mean there's a long history of people who are like that being successful and i think maybe it's harder now with social media and then the way the world is to to get away with being yeah, like I th that I think you're right for all we know barbara streisand was like that i mean i don't know she seems like a diva i would i would bet she a million kind of, she kind of has to be i would bet a million dollars that yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm on, yeah i agree with you yeah uh, adina menzel maybe like that um i that i can't speak to yeah I know you've met her but uh I, oh i met her very briefly yeah but i think that maybe in some ways people in certain positions feel like they have to act like that they have to sort of play the part because they've been put in that position like they're they're being told how great they are and uh they they're being asked a lot is being asked of them and they're and they feel like well this is what i'm this is how i'm supposed to act i guess uh, they're doing it they're doing it very very well we wish them luck as we'd all as we all diva Z. Um, why don't we take a break? Let's take a break. Yeah. Uh, we've got Oliver's trivia still to get to. Yeah. We've got to go around the horn. We've also got a piece of mail. Mm -hmm. uh, so we got a lot going on. Uh, so, uh, uh, but before I forget, I just want to get this out. Uh, don't forget, Jimmy's Records and Tapes is happening mm -hmm. uh, back over there on YouTube. Uh, YouTube.com slash number not funny, or just go to 591rock.com or 591rule.com. Uh, that gets you right to the number not funny. Uh, no, I apologize. It gets you right to the Jimmy's Records and Tapes clips if you go to uh, if you use those websites uh elliot's doing a great job editing and in, inserting his brand of humor and uh which helps quite mm -hmm. frankly uh but uh, as i've said in the past uh, uh, this season is even more uh stream of conscious uh talking than uh, ever before if you like my bullshit you will really like uh this season of jimmy's records and tapes because uh Boy, it's very little to do with the music. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what people want from you. I think so too. I think the uh, the 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 people that uh, do watch that and and look forward to it, I think that's what they want. Um, although the uh, the one that comes out this week, uh, which is soundtracks, which will already already be out by the time uh, this uh, episode, this particular number of funny drops, yep. uh, there is one moment in there that made me laugh out loud, hmm. and um, uh, just stupidity, just plain stupidity. Uh, all right, listen, we'll be back right after this. Hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wall that's missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earn-in's there if you got a last-minute uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet, I mean, what other, are you, are you at the wild animal vet? <laughs> yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I think people, I, I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun. It is fun to say, I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun, so. Uh, That's a good point, yeah. Why are they, yeah. Why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue? You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now listen, this is, here's the important thing. 
earning is there because the, the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good, I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earning jumps in. Yes, uh, Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah, So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah, it's but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. That's what they're saying. They say it like that? Yeah. They, I would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement. No, in their these, these are people that, uh, you, you know, when they're giving a testimonial, they're caught off guard. And they're, then, they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone. Exactly these are right. not professional are broadcasters. Like, we are. Yeah, they, they, they sound stilted, but that's real. That's genuine. Thank you. Matt, again, it gives them peace of mind. <laughs> uh, hey, download Earning today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N. That's in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Never Not Funny under podcast, please. When you sign up, it'll help the show. Let's them know who said to you there, who directed you there. Once again, put in Never Not Funny under podcast. Subject your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Earning. It's your money. Get it now. Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something and then Matt responds. And it's very, very never enough funny Very brand. organic. Uh, very organic. We both turn into James Austin Johnson <laughs> doing Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Look. We haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and they do. Yes. And uh, look, I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, if that was your your passion. It's not mine. I don't. It's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. (laughs) <laughs> Obviously, we all know that. Okay, I just want to make from, sure. From longtime listeners know that you love the I opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates. That's exactly right. By the way, we have tickets for the opera coming up. I'm going to hire somebody to go in my place. <laughs> uh, that is my passion. My passion for the opera is to avoid it. Yeah. Uh, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Episode 3010 of the award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny. Matt's back in studio. No guest today, though. Just, uh, again, airing on the side of caution. Why bring an extra human being in here if we don't need to? Um, and, uh, you know, we'll see, how I, we'll see how the show goes next week when I'm on Zoom because Matt gave it to me. <laughs> um, I want to very quickly uh, tell you what we did yesterday. My family and I it was my mother-in-law Judy's birthday. Birthday. And uh, right in your neck of the woods, we went over to the Gary Marshall Theater yeah. for Jane Austen oh. Unscripted Improvised. I, me- I meant to mention that when Elliot was talking about seeing that Shakespeare improvised show. I, yes. I meant to say they're doing the Jane Austen version of that in, nice. in Toluca Lake. You should bring Zoe. Oh, okay, cool. I thought that it was fantastic. Great. I, oh, I'm thrilled. I, Impro does a good job. They do a great job. Mm-hmm. And it was, yeah, I don't give a shit about Jane Austen. I don't care. But 
Uh, there and there are some cast members in there that I'm, I I may reach out to the book on the show. They oh cool. They 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 fucking made me laugh. But I'm a, you know I'm, I'm a fucking professional comedian who's <laughs> jaded. Yeah. And I was I, I I very much enjoyed it. Awesome. And Danielle said the Belknap should bring Zoe. I think Charlie would be bored to be honest with you. I, well, I think he's a little too young. I don't know if I've mentioned on the show that we made him watch uh, the Sense and Sensibility movie from the '90s. Mm. Because it's one of Elise and my favorite movies. We thought Zoe would like it. And we thought he would tolerate it. Right. But he still talks about how awful that oh, was. Jesus. Like how, what a terrible experience. Because a, a nine-year-old can't understand Victorian English yeah. society. You know, right. like they don't know what the fuck is going on. Even if we try to explain it. It's like, no, you see... Because their father died, they have no inheritance. And so it's like, what the fuck is an inheritance? Right. There's not even there's not even a foundation to build on to explain right. what the fuck's going on. So he would, if he understood that it was connected to that in any way, he would be like, hell no. Right. And uh, that said, like, you, you, he he wouldn't know that. Like, you know, right. it's so just, maybe he would just laugh at the silliness of it. I don't know. Yes, but there's also, I mean, this particular day, they improvise the whole thing. And yeah. They do an amazing job. These mm -hmm. are very talented people. Costumes and everything, too. Costumes and everything, and, you know, uh, you know, wigs and, and, mm -hmm. and fake beards and such. Um, it was outside. Oh, they, wow. it, they have this garden theater at the, oh, at the Gary Marshall. That. That's cool. And um, it was 95 degrees yesterday in Burbank. Uh -huh. Oh, boy. And the sun just kept moving. <laughs> and oh, no. it was, I asked them at one point, uh, one of the beforehand they come up a little little uh, Tony and Tina's wedding they kind of come around and <laughs> the guy introduces himself you know I'm so and so you know uh, uh, if you need anything let me know I'll be on stage just wave me down and and I said uh, I said well is there any chance I can get this umbrella moved so that it's blocking the sun because right now it's not really doing anything oh I you know I believe that's above my pay grade <laughs> and I went you literally just offered you said if there's anything you could do it's like yeah I I don't know if that falls under it sir I don't know I don't know if I could and I said oh, no. I said if I if I may whatever you're a sir so and so I go you literally just said and he knew I was having fun I was yeah. I was not being an obnoxious dickhead yeah. Uh, and then he goes, uh, oh, okay, uh, quick, let's do it together then, quickly. <laughs> so we, we moved the umbrella, and he goes, don't tell Joe. <laughs> and uh, I go, all right, we'll tell Joe. Um, uh, Joe, by the way, I believe is one of Rory O'Malley's former roommates. Oh. Joe runs the theater. Yeah, yeah. And um, I said hello to Joe, and uh, and, he, and I said, uh, I saw Joe, and I said, I go, are you Joe? Say, so, yeah, I go, I go, we met once, uh, I'm, I'm friends with, uh, I'm Jimmy Pardo. He goes, oh, it was very nice. Mm -hmm. and, um, they were whoever took the reservations was very excited that Mr. Walter Koenig was there, uh -huh. um, and so we had a very we had, we had a great seat. There's there's seats in the back that are under an awning, and then there's seats in the front that uh, you get uh, uh, you know a spot of tea and and, and a cucumber sandwich and mm -hmm. some treats and it's fun. Um, and you're closer to the action. Yeah. Uh, so it, while he's doing that, my phone kind of starts slipping out of my pocket, and I. I go to move it. And I go. Oh, this must frighten you, huh? <laughs> he goes. I don't even know what that is, sir. What? 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 It was a. Please, please put that away. I, I, I don't need to know what that is. And then Judy said, uh, "Yes, they might be afraid it will steal their soul." And he goes. He goes. And I goes. I said, "I don't even know if they think that, Judy." And he goes. He goes, "Ma'am, I don't even know what that means." <laughs> and uh, it was great. And then the show was terrific. And. Uh, Again, I don't know. So my point is this about, uh, oh, so the sun kept moving, though. Yeah. He moved the umbrella, and then actually Joe was kind enough to move it again because in between that guy doing that and then starting the show, the, sh the sun shifted enough where it's mm -hmm. like, in five minutes, I'm going to be in direct sunlight. Do they have evening shows? 
they but not for children oh okay um and they so i'm watching the sun and and i'm like i'm enjoying i'm really really enjoying this but if this show doesn't end in five minutes, <laughs> this is going to be a nightmare for me yeah. uh, and everybody at our table. Right. And it literally got to the, the sun got to the edge of the uh, umbrella. Yeah. And they went uh, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Thank you. Good night. Uh, they gave it. a big bow. And uh, we all then peeled our sweaty backs and asses <laughs> off the seats <laughs> and uh, and uh, went on to went over across the street to Bob's big boy and. Uh, I uh, had some uh, food, and Walter got, of course, recognized. And mm-hmm. uh, it was a, it was a great day. I just, but my, nice. my boy, there is enough. So they improvised the whole thing, and of course, there's a love story, and there's the, you know, the 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 young ingenue who's in love with a gentleman. Maybe she can't have who's a little out of her league, and mm-hmm. you know, they have this you know, meeting in the garden moments that are maybe a little more serious, mm-hmm. uh, that then are surrounded by this comedy that's not so really wonderful so he may enjoy it for that reason yeah yeah but i uh i uh, fear of overusing this phrase for the 99 time that i would be ear on the side of caution mm-hmm. no. and maybe he doesn't go uh but did, i would i would definitely bring because isn't zoe into yeah yeah jane austen she stuff? is yeah um did oliver like it he did oh good okay he did um and walter it was walter's idea uh-huh. he's like hey i saw this thing and i was thinking we'd go there for judy's birthday and I'm not going to lie to you. At first, I was like, oh, fuck, all right, here we go. <laughs> and Oliver and I were on a walk, and I said, well, you know what? I go, Grandma's going to love it. You know, Grandma's going to, it's going to be a great birthday for Grandma, mm-hmm. and uh, Mom will probably like it, and, you know, we'll, we'll get through it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe we'll enjoy it. I think I liked it the most. Wow. Out of everybody at the table. And yeah. Walter was like, I'm, I'm very pleased that you liked it. I was so worried about you and being in comedy and not enjoying it. I literally, at one point, I did the blurt laugh and went like this. I, went, <laughs> I, went, I was so like, like a, I was so happy for the guy's choice oh, comedically. Great. Yeah, yeah. It was. I fucking look at him. I'm, I'm, that's amazing. I, re, I really enjoyed it. That's great. Really enjoyed it. And uh, uh, Edie, Edie Patterson from uh, uh, who I think is great on the Righteous Gemstones and mm-hmm. also Vice Principals. She's part of that unit. Okay. Of yeah. The impro. What are they called? Im- impro theater. Impro yeah. theater. Yeah. And if you look at their resumes, and I did, I spent a lot of time doing so, uh, some of them, like, you know them from, you've seen them in 72 things. Yeah. And not just, you know, Jimmy Pardo 72, like 72 things. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, if you get a chance. All right. Yeah. You know. That uh, couldn't be more convenient. Uh, really great. Really cool. great. All and right. That said, the Bob's Big Boy was blando yesterday, <laughs> man. No. Blando. It can go that way. Yeah. Um, but let's go around the horn. Though. Oh, no. I'm sorry. We got to read the. Uh, we yeah. Do. Oh, oh, man, first, trivia time. Which what you want, dear sex? <laughs> I, got a, I got an Amazon shipment uh, now arriving early. Oh. It was expected to come on Wednesday, April 27th. It will now be there April 26th. Couldn't tell you for a million dollars what that is. <laughs> Somebody treats his life like he's a shot in and just likes getting mail. <laughs> me? Uh, well, me, me as well. Karen. Welcome to the club. All right. God, I wish you could give me another chip. <laughs> uh, your topic this week, guys, is music inspirations. Music inspirations. Boy, that sounds. Uh, uh, Up your alley? Well, yes and no, maybe, right? Um, Music Garen, inspiration. I know you were only here, you were only in the sea for one episode, but you got to tell me where the fuck my pen is. 
Where the fuck's my pen? Is it right there? The, is it the wood one? No. The wood one doesn't fucking work. I need my fucking pen. Garen, where's his pen? It's your pen. Garen? Garen. I told you, there's going to be fucking problems. Is it under, underneath there? No, it's actually over here. Oh, it's right there. Garen, never mind. It's right there. Wow. Well, I found it. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that's a really good actor. No, but I'm going to say this. I, I'm going to back Matt on this. Garen, if you're going to be in here producing, you can't fucking be moving his pens. I don't touch the pens. Somehow the I pen got I'm fucking moved. I'll, I'll tell you what happened. Chris took it. Chris Kimmel. Christine Kimmel. I look. She's the talent. I get it. You, I, you don't I want to say anything. Just let her know. She just used a COVID pen. Oh, yeah. Oh, makes no sense. Oh. I haven't been here since. <laughs> Although, I t I'll tell you what. With the bad luck that family has, she, she'll get COVID because of that pen. Yeah. Uh, by the way, that reminded me of the, the one time I was talking to somebody from Comedy Central, and they were talking about the, one of the roasts. I forget what roast it was, and they were like, you know, it was a lot of fun. You know, it was you know it was, it was weird, you know, because Pete Davidson was just smoking a joint on stage, and, you know, it's a non-smoking stage, but we let him because, you know, it's Pete Davidson. Like, no, do your fucking job and tell him he's an adult. Hey, yeah. Pete, you can't do that. It's against the law to smoke in here. It's the end of the fucking conversation. Yeah. They're probably like, yeah, but I mean, we always let dice smoke. So, you know, but, you can't you can't play favorites. And here's the thing. Yeah. Like, I, I would be that guy if that was my job and I would get endless shit for it. Yeah, you would get chewed out and maybe fired. <laughs> it, it, well, it depends on how I did it. But, but fuck that. Fuck that. The weird part is when that happened, I remember that and I was like, yeah, that's ridiculous. He hasn't even earned that. But now Pete Davidson is at a level where you have to let him do that. He he do I don't think he was that level then. I don't think he was at but all. Clearly other people did think that. But now he is indisputably at the level where you kind of just have to let him do that. You know what? I, I let him fucking walk. You know, if, yeah. if, if you know, hey, you can't do that. It's against the law. Well, then I'm leaving. Bye-bye. <laughs> Well, then you're going to get brought up in his act like Louis C.K. did for uh, scolding him about smoking pot at SNL. Oh, is that right? Yeah. You remember yeah. that? He like, he, like Louis C.K. tattled on him to Lorne. Yep. And I guess Lorne was just like, okay. <laughs> Give a shit. But that's, so that's the thing that makes Louis upset. <laughs> exactly. Wow. So that's what, okay, so we know Louis. Yeah, like, so, so know the, Louis's line now. The story was, and this is all filtered through Pete, so take it for what it is. But like the story was that Lorne basically talked had to talk to pete and was basically doing the thing where he was like i have to talk to you about this even though he clearly didn't want to and didn't care right. he was just like i was asked to say to you please don't smoke pot in the hallway or whatever i mean i don't know like louis isn't 100 wrong even though i hate agreeing with him about anything at this point well, i agree with him on it yeah. at the same time when you read the snl books isn't that the isn't that the life yeah. in those in those rooms? They're all getting stoned. Or what was the full story? Because there was something more about Louis telling Pete that like I don't know if he was trying to frame it as career advice or something. It's, that sounds familiar. I, I saw the special. Yeah. But how do you not understand the history? Like you were just saying, the history of Saturday Night Live with the right. people that have been on that show. Pete Davidson smoking a joint in the hallway is the least of what's <laughs> right. happening on that show. Right. Yeah. Literally, like, the lowest level. I mean, if, if I wanted to be as generous as possible, you could make, a, like, a John Belushi story and, like, a Chris Farley story kind of a thing and say, don't go down that road or whatever. But mm. Maybe that's what Louis was doing? But that, I don't think he was. No, no, no. The way that, well, the way that Davidson t tells the story, no. He sounded like he was, he was, had an ego thing and he wanted to, like, pontificate. Yeah. If I'm remembering correctly. No. Well, I, I, can, I can believe that part of it. <laughs> Uh, by the way, I just got a, a spam email came through as we were speaking from Dr. Oz. So oh. I may have to vote for him. Oh. Yeah, I'm on his mailing list. Well, that's exciting to, to get a personal oh. letter. Yeah, if somebody I personally. I think about you. the time. Uh, not worth going to. I mean, literally not a story. Uh, all right, musical inspirations. Everybody in with their bets? 
Yes. Oh, no. By the way, it was in a dressing room. It wasn't even in a... Oh, he was, was smoking in his dressing room. Okay. Um, whoa. Uh, Oliver's Trivia. All right, there we go. I played that because we uh, took another second here. <clears throat> okay. <gasps> oh, hiccup. Oh, dear. All right, here we go. Uh, musical, what did I say? Musical inspirations? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right, here's a question. The singer Pink named herself after a character from what film? I have a feeling Matt Belknap and Garen are going to know this. The character Pink named herself after a character in what film? Mm, I'm writing down a... Uh, I mean... I guess I got to just go with my. I don't know this for any. I have no. I've never heard this piece of trivia before, but um, gotta go with my first thought. I'm first going with my first thought. thought. Yeah, yeah. First gut, bad gut. That's, that's nothing. <laughs> first gut, bad gut. That's right. what they always say. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's, that's, that's nothing at all. That's right. how I feel about it. <laughs> um, all right, let's go around the horn then. Let's. Got it. Uh, we check in with Garen Cockrell. He's over there at the uh, Pop Culture Beats Info Desk, sponsored by LemonIcedTeaDesigns.com. Head over there, buy yourself any two T-shirts, get yourself a Never Not Funny shirt for free using promo code Pardo. Again, that's uh, MockBandTees.com or LemonIcedDesigns.com. All those things. All those things. So go on over there. Some great looking. And, and by the way, on Jimmy's Records and Tapes, Elliot has uh, some of the. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, some of those mock band uh, logos up as if uh, they're bands. Perfect. Yeah. This this season we use those. Yeah. Nice. So that's fun. It's a great use of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, check that out as well, and uh, you can see that. You can see those behind me there with my uh, my bulbous forehead yelling at you. I want to say like those mock band tees. It's basically like if you like the. What they used to call pause gags in The Simpsons, where like, oh yeah, on the, if you're watching The Simpsons, there'll be like a marquee in the background for one frame that says something funny, and if you mm-hmm. pause it, you can enjoy that joke. Yeah, yeah. That's what these t-shirts are basically. Yeah. Yeah. they're like walking real life pause gags. Um, I like it. I've never heard the phrase pause gag before, by the way. I've never heard that, but I uh, I welcome it into my life. I will now use it as if I created it <laughs> in every conversation that I'm in. Yeah. We're watching the, uh, we, we talked about it off the air last week when you were not here. And uh, boy, that was a nice off air conversation. <laughs> um, the uh, the great pottery throwdown, whatever, the, mm-hmm. the British oh, yeah. show, mm-hmm. uh, which is wonderful, by the way. If you just if you just want to watch kindness, this is the show. It's it, it, the, the hosts are kind. The woman on there, I have a comedy crush on. I think she is adorable and wonderful on mm-hmm. this uh, latest season. Uh, and I like the original host as well. Uh, mm-hmm. She broke her leg, and she's not on this cur- most current season. Oh my god! Uh, if only they had some material to uh, <laughs> to set that leg. Oh, with. they do not. They had nothing. They had nothing on site. <laughs> they couldn't just wrap some clay around that. Uh, apparently, it would not harden fast enough. Okay. Uh, they, she would have to put her leg into a kiln. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, but uh, there was uh, one of the uh, judges who not the, the guy, there's a guy that cries when because he, he's so overwhelmed at how great the. Either the effort was or the actual product. You mean like regularly he cried? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, minimum twice an episode. Oh my God. And he'll go, I just, I'm looking at this and I just got to tell you. And he then goes, oh, here it comes. Okay. And he's a big, like, he's one of those guys, I mean, just, you know, don't judge a book by its cover sort of yeah, thing. You yeah. would never think like uh-huh. that. Like, he kind of looks like Boris Johnson, doesn't he? he kind of that big sort of farm boy. Maybe. Maybe even a little like Boris Hamilton. Like, he's got uh, maybe uh, like a more muscular Boris Hamilton. That's what about the, Boris Yeltsin? Oh, yeah. These are all, I mean, all Boris is looking What about Boris and the uh, Rocking a Bullwinkle? Yeah. Uh, but it, he's great. But the other the other guy uh, said, uh, uh, you know, the challenge was this. And, and he and th- this guy's voice fits his personality. Like, it, there's not a better voice to fit a human being. Mm-hmm. And I don't know his name. Uh, and he said, uh, but I'm, I'm afraid it's not fit for purpose. Oh. And I, oh, Danielle boy. and I both went, that is the greatest phrase <laughs> in the history of, of the world. It's not fit for purpose. 
in that English accent, mm -hmm. in a gentle English accent, mm -hmm. uh, think, letting somebody down. I think we got a new posthumous documentary title. Oh, <laughs> oh my purpose. God. Fit yes. for Purpose, the Jimmy Pardo story. Yeah. Is it Keith Bramer Jones? Is it Keith? Yeah, it's Keith. Also, I take back everything I said about the Boris. He doesn't look like anything. Like yeah. For some reason, I, had I was him. being polite. And like you're going to need to give him another chip. What did you yeah. say? Give him another chip. Yeah, I know. I, you, you owe me money today. I'm not taking any days off of your uh, chart, but you owe me. Throw me one chip. I deserve one chip. Yeah, the Just chart means nothing. Just the chips is. I don't know where it was going, but. That was. Almost caught it. Uh, Jimmy, you didn't, because you didn't catch that, I'm afraid you have to give him the, the chip back. Yeah. Oh. Hey. In fairness, it was the worst throw oh, in the world. It was a terrible throw. It was throw. a terrible throw. Uh, but it was catch. It was technically Oh, it was definitely catchable. catchable. Yeah. I was you in, didn't have a mitt. I was in Little League when I was mitt. a kid. Yes? Played one game. Struck out. Never played again. <laughs> the Garen Cockrell story. The Garen Cockrell story. <laughs> Struck out. Never played again. There's that title. That's it. That's it. Uh, well, Garen Cockrell, I check in with you. you uh, you've obviously had have seen some movies in the last couple of weeks here. Did you see anything? I saw the Nicolas Cage one. Did you enjoy it? I, I loved it. It was Did a you see, You haven't seen it yet? Oh, you, you've been sick. It is an hour and 47 minutes of joy. Yeah. We went over the week. It is so effing great. Oh, cool. It's nothing but fun. I There's a callback in it that I didn't see coming, and I was pounding my leg <laughs> with joy and laughter. It's really, really good. Cool. Right, Gary? They did a great it, job. It, it's it's just, yeah, it's it's a blast. Yeah, it's, it's a blast. That's the best way to put it. It's it's a blast. Yeah, I don't think I, I laughed beginning to end. Nicholas Cage is phenomenal. He's fantastic. And it's mm -hmm. also a dumb action movie. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's exactly what he, they're kind of mocking, mm -hmm. but it all works. Cool. It all yeah, it's it's worth seeing. Uh what else, Garen? Oh, I watched a documentary. Oh. Mm -hmm. Please jump and Garen Zach's. Go ahead, Garen. Uh, the rescue. The rescue. About the the soccer team that was trapped in the caves. Oh. oh and the wow. miners saved them. Was that in Chile or something? No, the the no. The, those were those were miners that were okay. stuck. This is the one that e Elon yeah. Musk tried to help at one point, and then the yeah, and then something. called the guy a pedophile. Yeah. Wait, is that the one? Is that the one with the divers? Yeah. The, the, the and the, and they gotta they gotta carry the kids through with the. Yeah. I've seen that documentary. Yeah, it's a CNN whatever. Yeah, like, it is great. It's great. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. I 100 percent agree with you, Garen. Riveting. Like we watched it like one in the morning. Like, well, it's just whatever. And it riveting. Couldn't stop. Cool. Yeah, Couldn't that. Stop is, but that is the one where Elon Musk was like, "I'll, I'll just uh, drill a, a a rocket through it or whatever." Yeah. Should say. Oh, his little boring, boring machine or whatever. It was something. The boring he, company. He thought he had some solution. Yeah, he he did he did not. <laughs> uh, but it is when you watch it, and you know the story. I mean, they had to get these kids out, you know, in like they had that much room, yeah. and they had to like put the the oxygen behind them and the kid in front of them to, yeah. in order to be as as right. slim and sleek. Mm -hmm. But even watching it, I you're getting claustrophobic because you can't yeah. fucking believe it. <clears throat> I don't want to. I I don't know if I could handle it. It is right. Yeah, it's. I mean, there's they have just great, amazing footage of what. A, going through these caves. Some of it's reenacting, but it, it's just, it, it's really well done. It's really good. It's well worth a watch. I agree with Garen Cockrell. Mm. HBO Max, I think? I, I forget where I watched it. I just watched HBO, HBO Max. Max. I just watched, uh, Danielle told me to watch The Invisible Pilot. Oh, yeah. The Invisible <laughs> Pilot. <Have you> <laughs> uh, it's only three episodes, and uh, 
but it's good. Well, it's weekly. It's it's not done. Oh, it's or done. Is it done? It's done. Oh, okay. It's done. They, it, and even the third one was maybe not necessary. Uh, <laughs> I think they could have squeezed that info into the second one. But I started watching Captive Audience. Yeah, we got to start that. Ooh, wow, that's wild. You get some topics of these things. <laughs> Captive Audience is about the Stephen Stainer story. The the, the miniseries from the eighties. I know my first name is Stephen. Oh yeah, yeah okay. it's about him and Got his it. family and if you think that what happened to him is the end of the story it is not it's crazy this All right. is what everything's gone on with his family is, hmm. is say bananas. no more sir say no more it's, it's invisible pilot's about a guy who's a uh, and he's a pilot who you can't see Oh, I. You know what? I. Sh- it was in the title. Yeah. I should have actually it, just understood. It, it's a, he's a he's a he's a crop duster pilot whose life goes a crazy direction. Oh, okay. And uh, but it's, I, I don't want to say too more because I, anything I say more yeah. gives everything away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, Danielle had watched it and she said, you know, you should watch this. And I did. Uh, you know, in between crying at Katney and Lacey episodes. <laughs> Where I stand by what I've said that Tyne Daly may be one of the greatest actresses in the history of show business and does not get the credit. Mm-hmm. She is. She. Wow, damn it. She plays in every, every scene. She's vulnerable yet strong, and loving. Like every fucking. She's got nine emotions going on at once, and you see it all. Mm. She's the dark-haired one, right? What the I fuck was, are you talking about? Yes, of course it is. Okay. It's Tyne Daly. I just for some reason those two. I I never remember which one. Sharon is Glass is the blonde. She was one from Queer as Folk. Well, I like her a lot. Who, uh, Sharon Glass? Yeah, Sharon oh, she Glass has done a lot of stuff. She was in um, Burn Notice, too. Oh, is that right? Yep. I did She's great in Burn Notice. She's great in this. Tyne Daly went on to that Amy Brenneman show, uh, Chasing Amy, not Chasing Amy, Judging Amy, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I, I don't, I'm not a big Amy Brenneman fan, so I, I, oh. I couldn't watch that. Judging Amy, Judging Amy, was that a spinoff, Judging Amy? Or did it have a spinoff? Oh, it might have. I, I want to say, I want to say it's a spinoff from like ER or something. Oh, no. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no come on, that's Juliana Margulies. Was she on the air? Mm-hmm. But it, they both have the same hair, don't they? they yeah. Amy Brenneman and Juliana Margulies are very similar. Yeah. Maybe it's Juliana Margulies I don't like, and I like Amy Brenneman. Maybe <laughs> I, I like them both. I sat next to Juliana Margulies in a movie theater once. How'd it go? Great. <laughs> <laughs> I think she dropped her chapstick, and I picked it up. Oh, that, oh Jesus. Was, I, that, was, I could, it, was I, it a meat cute? I could be making that up. With both your hands on the chapstick at once? <laughs> I don't know where, where I just got that from. I don't know if that actually happened or not. Wait, you just made up a whole fucking thing? Maybe. I don't remember. <laughs> what? Maybe I just wanted that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> what a very specific thing to dream. Uh, yeah, I don't One know. One day, <laughs> Margulies will be next to me and she'll drop her chapstick. It was at Century City, but I don't remember the movie. Boy, that movie theater sucks. Is it still there? Like it. Yeah, it's still there. Is it? Don't like it. I don't like it either. And the popcorn blows. It's just, I don't even, I don't know how to, it's the whole place is just so uppity. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't like it. This is this was back in the 90s, guys. I think it wasn't uppity then. It was I a, did like going there, and I, I, do, I don't disagree with that. There was a time I enjoyed going to Century City. That yeah. was the same theater where we went to see a movie, and um, we came out, and um, Rennie Harlan and uh, Gina Davis had been in theater to watch the trailer for a movie. I think for Long Kiss Goodnight, maybe. Oh. Um, and I thought that was cool. <laughs> she's She's got to sit in the back row, right? She can't sit up front. Both of them. Block yeah, somebody's two giants. How dare you? I remember seeing... First of all, that's the theater I went to when I saw my first movie in L.A. Oh, is that right? It was Dogma at huh. that theater. Uh-huh. But I remember when we saw Cutthroat Island, yeah. which is Rennie Harlan and, and Gina, Gina Davis. Davis yeah. Only people in the theater. Oh, really? Not a single other person yeah. in there. It was wild. That movie was a miscalculation. It sure was. Didn't she date She date Jeff Goldblum for a while? Yes. But imagine those two giants walking in, those two beanstalks coming into a... It's a lot of charisma for one couple. That is a, that's a lot. 
Yeah, it's a lot of cheekbone, did, a lot I of everything. I never met Gina Davis. She, uh, I think the one time she came on Conan, I was already gone, maybe? Hmm. I always liked her. I always liked Gina Davis. Yeah, she, she didn't great. die. I'm talking about her like she died. <laughs> uh, Garen, uh, were you looking something up? Uh, I was trying to find out Gina, uh, judging Amy, but I don't think that was us. It, it doesn't look like it. I might be confusing it with another show then. I uh, mean, it's CBS, and maybe you're thinking of The Good Wife and The Good. No, this there's there's some show where there's like a like somebody moves from New York and then they become an attorney, like in Chicago or in Connecticut or something like that. You think of Karate Kid? <laughs> you know that uh, it could be because because uh, you know it's uh, you brief, brief on brief off. Oh, I like that. No, yeah. mm. oh, Matt did not Split like it. Was room. well, it was well. <laughs> not you, really, you, I was being kind. <laughs> you you were doing you you you. It was a valiant effort to try to yes and what he did. Yeah, that was what. It well, was. it was really an unnecessary yes and. He, <laughs> yeah. You, you yeah. just went yeah mm-hmm. and moved on. Uh, but I appreciate the attempt. Thank you. You're welcome. It's what you do. You volley and sometimes the roof gun jams. <laughs> Garen, do you have a guess here on how Pink got her name? Uh, can I go with my first gut, which is Grease? Oh, oh Pinky, uh, the Pink Ladies. Very nice. No, Pinky does arrows. Happy days. Oh, you're right. Yeah, this is a movie. It's a, it's it's a movie, right? Uh, but wait. Oh, you're. Oh, shit. Well, that wait, then that's mean? not a good answer because that's also my answer. But her name's not Pinky. Wait, what was the name of the hairdresser? Didn't they call her Pinky? The pink. There was the no. Pink she died. Pink ladies. For she sure. dyed her hair pink, but her name was uh, Frenchie. 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 Right. Well, so you and I both fucked this up. Well, but <laughs> they were the pink, no. I don't necessarily know if you the, did. They were the Pink Ladies, were they not? Yeah, they're Pink Ladies. Yeah. The singer Pink named herself after a character. So you also said Grease. Yeah, but it's named herself after I mean, what character? A character from what film? Yeah. Uh, well, we'll find out. Yeah. Now I want to change my answer, but it's too late. Too late, baby. You wrote it down. You already placed your bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, we wish you guys luck. Uh, and, and maybe, very, maybe, uh, very possibly, maybe Grease shows up in that Jimmy Pardo, uh, Jimmy's Records and Tapes uh, soundtrack episode. Yeah, I wonder. Maybe Pink also mistakenly thought that that character's name was Pinky. <laughs> well, it's a pretty common mistake. That feels like very Mandela effect to be like, they're called the Pink Lady. She dyes her hair pink in the story. So she's Pinky. And you would think her name would be Pinky, but it's... And Pink has a love of musicals, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. She might have said that. I've seen that on Entertainment Tonight or something at some point. Sure. And she maybe, you know, she's always up there twirling on a rope. Maybe she was uh, yeah. lightheaded when she thought of the new name. <laughs> you never know. All right, well, let's check in with the uh, with the DeGausser. Hello. Uh, Elliot Hopeberg is behind there. He's wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Safety first. Garen and I are stupid. <laughs> um, on the other side of the room. Yeah you're, yeah, you're doing fine. Uh, and uh, I've made a horrible, horrible mistake. <laughs> um... Palms, California. You, yeah. Uh, what's happened? What's been happening? Anything of import been happening? Well, I. Uh, but um, since you mentioned Impro, I did. Uh, I used to do stuff with Impro. Oh, is that right? Technically, I'm still sort of in there. I can tell you, you're not another. You're not another website. <laughs> no, 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 not like that. But like, I've t- I've taken classes and I've been in their studio shows and. Um, Maybe I, you know some of these people then. Oh, I, I absolutely do. Uh, I, so two things. One, I actually used to do lights for the Jane Austen when they were doing it at the Pasadena Playhouse. Oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. And uh, so you wouldn't have had improvised lights for this show, one imagines. It was out of doors. So you wouldn't have needed that. Um, but uh, but there, was, I, there was an orchestra that has to improvise along with them. Nice. How hmm. many pieces? I want to say 26. I don't know, three. Okay. Because <laughs> usually they just have a, a piano player. It was piano, violin, and maybe something else. Oh, nice. Yeah. That sounds very fun. It was, it, 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 nothing but joy. So here's the question that I want to ask you. Years ago, I think now, yes, I'm I had suggested that you see their improvised Sondheim. Did you ever watch that? I never did. Well, now you know how good they are. Yeah, I, it, yes. Now imagine people who are that good at improvising Sondheim songs. And I I am not shitting, I'm not like, it's it's just as good, right. but Sondheim. 
And the thing that they do that I think is so great, which also makes it so that Charlie will not want to watch it, <laughs> is they read all the things that the, that the person created. So when they do Jane Austen, they've read the Jane Austen books. Right. And so they immerse themselves in the language in the story, the sort of story beats that all the different stories have. Like, in order for them to do one of those things, there have to be a few, at least like three or four things that they can draw from. Um, but like when they did, they did improvise Chekhov, they had somebody come in and train them on how to improvise all the Russian nicknames that people have because everybody has like six different names that people might call them depending on how well they know them and yes. stuff like that. They really get into it. Wow. It's super cool. Um, so I was very excited to hear that you that you, everybody enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, wonderful. I, I, I would, uh, I, I would, I would, I would see it again. If, if Oliver said uh, he'd want to go see it again, I would go again it, I, because they, you know, they they can't do the same show, right? Mm-hmm. And they don't. Like you, you're a comedian. You'll see some of the moves. Of course, there's one thing that happened that clearly it might be nightly. Like mm-hmm. there's one thing that happens that probably does, happens. Does it involve music? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And um, but, but and it, you know what? Great. I don't. Yeah. Who cares? It was it was funny. And if I saw it again, I would laugh a second time because yeah. it was funny. And they and they would do different things based on that on that move. Yes. Right. So you know, I mean, obviously, there's tricks to the trade. Right. You got your clubs in the bags. I always say exactly. But but there is a new show every time, and it, it's pretty amazing just how well it all works and how good those folks are and stuff. You know what's also interesting, and, and this is a ridiculous thing to say, considering I am a man of a certain age, improv seems like a very young person's game. To me, it seems like something that you do like right out of college. Yeah, you sure. do improv, and then mm-hmm. you... Yeah. Uh, most of this cast, I would say, is in their 40s and 50s, most of them. Hmm. And at first you go, eh, look at these old boys. What are they fucking doing? <laughs> well, they're gonna, they've been doing it for 30 fucking years. Right. Yeah. They're great at it. They're and I think masters. it's important for the listener to understand. They're masters. That's a weird way yeah. to put it. The, the, the listener needs to understand this isn't whose line. This isn't that kind of improv. Where at you're all. Just going for, like, I'm sure there were some, like, maybe there were a couple of jokes that you're like, oh, that's kind of an improv joke. But generally speaking, they're doing a play. They're doing a play. That's exactly right. And so, and it's longer, too, because it was like a 90-minute show. About maybe? a 90-minute show. They're, yeah. And they're, do, they're doing a play. And, you know, they, they asked for the suggestion at the top. Mm-hmm. And people shouted nonsense out. And. Uh, one woman yelled out uh, an unsigned letter. Oh wow! And they went, "We're going to go with that." And yeah. it was all based on this person's egg unsigned yeah. letter. And mm-hmm. so then there's not a 90 minute play based on that, yeah. and it, and it worked. It was f- flawless. Did they did they have an intermission and come back? No intermission. I, oh, okay. I'm guessing because it was 95 degrees. No, that's outside. fair. Because <laughs> a lot of times what they will do with those shows is they will have an intermission when they're indoors, obviously. And um, they will kind of recap the characters and then get a second set of suggestions. Ah. Like, who who would you like to see together in a scene? Right. That kind of stuff. And so, hmm. but that's, you know, it, it, it's constantly impressive. I did some training with them and I got to do, I mean, I'm, I've done improv a lot. Obviously, I wasn't at the level where they invited me to do that stuff yet. But, um, but it's great stuff. But when I saw you in that Camelot improvised thing, you were, sure. you were terrific. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, you, you improvise songs very good. When you were on Off Book, you were great too. Yeah, that was super fun. Why don't you leave us and go for that? Because <laughs> there's no I mean money that, in it. I mean that complimentary. Uh, all right, what's your guess here? Um, I I first guess, best guess. I said the Pink Panther because it's Pink right Panther. there in the title. It's right there. You love the Pink Panther. Mm. You got that uh, uh, diamond, right? Mm. I mean, I don't know why. Is that a character? Oh, you're, you're saying the, the, the Pink Panther. The cartoon character well, who's it, in well, the movies. No, I mean, technically, Peter, uh, Peter Sellers is the Pink Panther, is he, is he not? No, I thought the diamond The diamond is, the is called the Pink Panther. Oh, that's right. Yeah. In, the, in the original. Uh, 
But I want to say that some who was the who was the thief? Yeah, because then why would it be the Pink Panther strikes again or whatever that's called? But it yeah. is the Pink Panther is the diamond. There's it's very kind of, little logic sim- in those movies. It's yeah. a similar problem to to the problem you're having, man. Yeah. But I just and I can't think of why Pink would choose that. It's just the only thing I could come up with. Well, yeah. Pink Panther's a fun character. Sure. Is Pink Panther a fun character? I did I like those cartoons. I thought so. When I was a kid, you know, this is the age old thing, like there was not enough animation to satiate my desire for it as a sure. child. So anything that had any animated element, I would tr- be drawn to. And the Pink Panther, the first movie, is not for children. The movie is kind of a, a, a sort of a sex farce yeah. <laughs> on some level uh, with a heist. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and honestly, Peter Sellers isn't in it enough. Like the later ones, it's all oh, of him. Shot in the Dark is great. <clears throat> Shot, Shot in the Dark? That's the second one. Okay. Right? And so. that one's, I don't know if it holds up. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I remember as a kid going, oh, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's got the funny in it. Because there's just a lot of stuff in the first one that you're like bored if you're a kid. Mm-hmm. But it does open with an animated sequence with the, the cartoon Panther. Uh, and that was enough for me. <laughs> and, well, and there was, there, was, there was a Pink Panther series, which was mm-hmm. only just barely worse than that Aardvark series. Oh, Ant and the Aardvark? Ant and the Aardvark. Huh. Where, where you had, was it... Uh, uh, Mason, what's the guy's first name? Jackie Mason. Was it Jackie Mason? And, that's the Aardvark. And is it uh, uh, Casey Kasem? This. Oh my God! Oh, you you don't know this? No. Oh, it's it's there is sometimes there's a dry wit that you can appreciate, yeah, but otherwise, but it, as a kid's cartoon, it's kind of terrible. Hmm. But I watched it. Yeah. Sometimes that was all it was on. You know, there was the there was uh, Davy and Goliath. You got. Oh my God! Yes, and I watched that not knowing it was a religious thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's Hercules, which is kind of fine but terrible Felix the cat you want to like it because it's got that great song you want to like it and then it's just nothing yeah Popeye was good Popeye was some, one, some. One, one, one of the second tier things that you'd see on a, on a Sunday morning yeah. because, yes because you know everybody's everybody's at church if they're good Christian people yeah, I am not yeah I'm Jewish and, Danielle by so. the way does a great um, uh, uh, olive oil Bluto and Popeye in a fight <laughs> impression mm-hmm. you know where you know because it'll be the two of them just you know where it's just noises, and then she'll do olive oil, lamp, <laughs> and it's because that's all you hear, like one little word, because yeah. a lamp goes flying across the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, Didn't one time olive oil accidentally get caught up into one of those? I believe, yeah. Of light? yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe so. Uh, Garen, did you look up who the other voices on Ant and the Aardvark? Uh, the only person listed and the cast of Ant and the Aardvark is John Biner as Aardvark. So John. maybe it's not maybe it's not Jackie Mason. Just sounds like him. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have guessed John Biner for a million dollars. Although John Biner's in uh, in Soap, season two or three of Soap, but he's very very good. Very funny. Uh, we're watching the Soap as a family. And uh, yeah, that's been going for a while. I mean, it's a, it's, there's a lot of episodes. There's a lot of episodes, and we only watch. Uh, you know, we watch it. Uh, you, you know, they're a half hour, so you watch one. And, yeah. Uh, then the next day I watch another one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's I mean, if you'd like a show, you might watch two if they're only half an hour. We have done that too. We have done that. Uh but uh yeah. Hmm. I don't know how to stop talking sometimes. Uh, it seems like uh you're trying to conceal the fact that you might not actually like soap. Oh I love it. Well, watch uh, more of it. I I, uh, I I do I like it very, very much. Okay. Maybe go go to bump up to two a night. Uh you know, it's it's time permitting in, in addition you, you have not started Domino Masters yet. Mm-mm. You guys, uh, by the way, Dane Coffey, uh, Never Not Funny Pharmacist, uh, he and his family, based on our show, uh, me saying it, they love it. Oh, cool. It is so much fun. Mm-hmm. It is nothing but fun. Uh, my guess is, then we're going to take a break. We'll take a break. I'll reveal the answer after the break. Uh, my guess is uh, Reservoir Dogs. 
That was oh, I had that thought too, Mr. Pink. Yeah, with the Reservoir Dogs. You're, you're oh. doing you're doing the best in the room, I think, as far as actually naming a character. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree with that. Uh, so we got the Pink Panther, we got two Grease, and we got Reservoir Dogs, and we'll find out uh, if any of us win. We'll do that right after this. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Jimmy Pardo is on Twitter at Jimmy Pardo. There's no guest, so I'm just going to tell you that up front. Um, he's also at Flappers on the 15th live doing the Shake the Rust Off dates uh, starting the 15th of May. And then uh, on Zoom, if you're anywhere but Burbank, uh, you can you can join the Zoom on the 20th of May. That's his monthly uh, Friday night show. 7 p.m. Pacific time. Go to flapperscomedy.com for tickets to that. But before all of that happens, if you're tier two or higher in the Platinum, you can uh, join us for the live stream on Friday night. That's the 29th of April. Uh, or he's doing 7 p.m., is that right? 7 p.m., Pacific time. So uh, please join us. It's always fun. We love uh, hanging out with you guys in Zoom. And uh, it's kind of uh, not quite an episode, kind of just a hangout with us uh, running our traps as usual. But uh, yeah, do that. The the Zoom link will be on our website. Just go to nevernotfunny.com and you'll see it right there on the front page. Enjoy. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, that's, not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's uh, When you go on and on about Shopify, you sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. A, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah well, as uh, much as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Uh, listen, this is, you, you know, this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, Hey, this is good stuff. Once you factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah, in the, in the imagine, sixteen years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like I think it was hipster even prior to me. 
What? Like before I had a kid, it, it, oh, yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where I don't, I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on. With we're here to talk about factor. Yeah. Although you know what? Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right. Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else. Right. No, that, oh, no, that's get them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over thirty-five different meals, more than sixty add-ons to choose from every week. Various different. You know, look if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm-hmm. filet mignon. Mm-hmm. They've got uh, they they had lobster the other day. Oh my god! Oh, they got all this all I sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo five zero. Use code pardo five zero to get fifty percent off your first box plus twenty percent off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program. Uh, episode 3010 of the award winning podcast, Never Not Funny. We thank you for listening. We thank you for subscribing and uh, at any level that you do that. Uh, as a reminder, place your pants when you find out what the category is. All right, we are doing trivia. We've got everybody's answers. The question was, the topic, musical inspirations, the question, the singer Pink named herself after a character from what film? We've got two people that said Grease. we got one that said Pink Panther. we got one that said Reservoir Dogs. Mm-hmm. Let's find out, in fact, if anybody did win this week. Uh, gonna, yeah, I, I feel a very, good feeling. I feel very confident. You should. I feel very confident. Yeah, you yeah, got it, the, you've got the best answer. That crossed my mind, and, and it, it seems like the kind of thing Pink would do. She seems like kind of a... a edgier edgy yeah like she would but but why that character i mean it's it's Who was steve, mr. Pink? steve buscemi is mr pink yeah, why that character but uh, is there a pink well i guess we'll find out yeah we're gonna find out here we go here's your answer reservoir dogs hey oh, hey hey well, guess what after the character mr pink Right. Matt Belknap. Yeah, I'll get it. <laughs> yeah, I'll get it. Jimmy is the champion. By the way, my son pointed out that uh, while it is a Mandela effect that everybody thinks that he, they say of the world, that everybody thinks that at the end of that. Uh, he actually does at Live Aid, oh. and that is why yeah. a lot of people think that uh, that is part of the song. Yeah. But doesn't he say it elsewhere? In he the does song. say it elsewhere in the song. Yeah, much agreed. All right, but well, let's get everybody's bet. Well, first of all, let's pay. Let's pay me my fucking money, man. Five. Five. <laughs> I th- th- had to th- thank it. you, thank you, COVID handing. <laughs> uh, it was a it was a breach. I had to kind of just. I'm very it. excited about getting that five because I had to just use a five to buy my uh, awful. Uh, not all of it, of course, but I had to spend five dollars to buy my. Uh, that awful Diet Coke that I was talking about. Now I get that $5 back. Look at that. Got it right there. Karma. Let's take a look what I got here today. 20, <laughs> 40, 60, 80, 85, 94. Ooh, that five's out of spot. Hang on. That can't stand. That's 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 not fit for a purpose. No. <laughs> not fit for a purpose at all. Uh, 20, 40, 60, 80, 90, 95, 100, 101, 102, 103, 104, 105, 106, mm. 111, oh 
116? Jimmy. 126? 146? 166? 186? Oh, boy. $206. That's not I'm sorry. I have to tell you. As your friend, I feel like I need to tell you that you you miscounted. Nope. $206. Uh, you That's think you counted each bill twice. I can now pay off a bill that is $200 and have five bucks left over. That's great news. I, I don't know how you're going to be paying that, but uh, be prepared to. In, in cash. I have it there. No, no. I mean, like in person or mailing. Yeah, I'm going to hand it to the man okay, and, and he's going to be so. grateful that it is $200. Please be, be careful of your knees. You might get them broken. <laughs> oh, why? The person you're paying, I, I assume understand. it's a bookie. Yes, but why? But because you're going to be only giving him half of the money you owe him. Oh, I've got $200. No, <laughs> you, you, you have the better. bills folded in half, I, sir. <laughs> when, you, when you count that way, it turns out you're counting one half of the, you know, the bills are folded. So you're counting each one twice, essentially. This may explain why I declared bankruptcy in 1998. <laughs> oh, boy. Nobody's ever walked me through that before. Well, I'm sorry to be the one to tell oh, you the bad heavens. news. That is bad news. But you know what? Going forward, you could be the silver lining here is now you know better and, and you won't make the mistake again. At the risk of putting. I, I, you know, I forget a lot of things. There's a chance that happens again. Okay. There's a risk of, at the risk of putting too much of a spotlight on this. Is that the reason why you have your, your notes in order so that you don't accidentally count something twice? You mean your his bills? Are you are you are you? I don't know if you're doing adding the bit or if you're asking. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't need. Or if you're asking me to legitimately, because I, I don't know how to answer. So you legitimately make sure that your bills aren't in order and you feel uncomfortable if they're not. I like my bills to be faced and in order. Yes, okay. that's from my retail record store days. Right. Well, because to me, I like, never. I, you know this. I don't ever count them twice. No, no, no. I know you don't <laughs> ever do the bit for real life. Right. But at the same time, I just wondered if you ever worry that if you don't have them in order, no. you might accidentally miscount. I do not. Okay. That is not a worry. Okay. I, it is an. Uh, uh, I need things to be proper. <laughs> That's just the easiest bit of chaos you can control. I, that is true. I don't people. I don't understand people that don't. Yeah, I think I do the same thing. They pull out a wad of money. I'm like, really? There's such an easy way to control that. I, I put you two in, are being suspiciously quiet on this. I, no, I do the same thing. But I, I don't necessarily yeah. face them. Um, well, I believe you. Nope. I mean, We're that's doing that's this. <laughs> Let's see what I got. 20, 40, 60, <laughs> 80, Why do you have so 82, money? 84. You have $2 bills. <laughs> well, remember Ryan got some at the bank. And oh, whenever, that's right. Whenever yeah. he goes to the bank, he asks. So what do you have, 84 bucks? Oh, let me count. All right. 20, 40, 60, 80, 82, 84. 104, 124, 144, 164. I have 164 dollars. No, no, see what happened there. You just did the same thing. I'm me doing doing. great. I'm not as well as you, but you I'm have, doing pretty well. You have, over eight, here. You have, you have 84 dollars. That's mm, it. I'm pretty sure I counted it. No, it's exactly what it's exactly what you just corrected me about. You cut, you counted everything twice. Is that why you face your bills that way? So you. <laughs> Such a nice right, man. He also called them notes, which threw everybody off. <laughs> did he really? Yeah. I did. I didn't hear that part of it. Yeah. You pretentious <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I've got cash too. What do you got? Faced. Oh, hang on. My glasses are done. And organized out of my right out of the wallet. All right, these are faced and organized right out of the wallet. One, two. <laughs> yeah, turn. Oh wait, I don't think I did it right. But four, four dollars. <laughs> no, 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 Garen. Again, you've you counted things twice. You only have two dollars there. Oh. <laughs> Is, is that seriously the? I mean, we in, we live in a world where you don't really need paper money I don't anymore. Work with cash. All right. This is for the strip club. Nice. <laughs> Diamonds waiting. 
Diamond's waiting. <laughs> Diamond, why are you going to that? You're not a year in gay man. You're not going to go to see Diamond. I like to support artists. Oh, good for Is you. Is it Diamond Dallas Page, the wrestler? Oh, man. <laughs> He's hit yeah, some hard times. tease me. Is that this? Does he do that? Yeah. Is that what he does? Diamond hands. That doesn't look like a diamond. That looks more like a spade, doesn't it? Uh, what I'm do doing. That, that's a diamond. It's also, no, it's also I mean, a puss, right? Isn't that something David Lee Roth oh, did or something God. like that? <laughs> Probably. Uh, Garen, what did you bet on this? 16. 16. 16 candles. Oh, boy. What did you bet? Four. Four? Yeah. Matt. I went 19. Ah, the hard oh, castle. Oh, wow. Yeah. You were really confident. And Matt, what did Jimmy Pardo bet? 25. Oh, 25. Yes. wow. Nice. Diamond Hands is right. Well I done. Here's, here's what happened. Hunt. I literally went, I saw what I haven't used, and mm-hmm. I went, you got to do it sometime. That makes me feel better because I had... Reservoir Dogs crossed my mind, but it makes me feel better that I wouldn't have won anyway. Right. So that's good for 25. you, man. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm not doing that bad with trivia this season. You're yeah. rocking it. Yeah. First uh, guess, best guess. You might be in the lead. Jimmy Pardo. I may be in the lead. Yeah. Which, with, that, uh, with that big yeah. uh, uh, windfall. Okay. Danielle, I will share this with you guys off the air. I think it's an off the air kind of thing, but it's worth sharing. Not, not gossip or anything. Mm. It just seems to be a fun thing. Okay. Um, oh, hey, uh, uh, before we go, we... Uh, the mail is here. The mail is here. The mail is here. The mail is here. 69. Up top, my brother. The mail is here. All right, we got a piece of mail here that looks like it is a, looks like a long play, like a, a vinyl box. As you're opening that, can I just mention quickly that yeah. Charlie knows that 69 is a quote-unquote funny number, but he doesn't know doesn't what it I. is. So he he, but he loves it. Anytime he sees, it, he's like, "There's the funny number," and it's oh. it's like he did ask me once, and I was like, hey, "I'll tell you when you're older," but uh, it's it's sexual. <laughs> you said that much, yeah. And uh, and he was like, oh, "Okay," he's like, "I think I might know," and I was like, "I, I hope you don't." <laughs> I hope you don't. Not, I don't know if Oliver does. I don't know if he knows or if he doesn't. Yeah. Or if he finds it funny. <laughs> or if he understands that we're doing it ironically, which I'm not even obviously right. convinced that that's the case anymore. <laughs> I mean, I think it, I think it kind of goes in circles. Yeah, like, yeah. it's horseshoe, isn't it? It's, yeah, horseshoe. Exactly. it's, it's real and ir- irony. And yeah, right we there. are stupid children. There it is. Uh, look at you, huh? Oh, little spot of comedy. <laughs> All right. This comes to us. To, uh, look at the little rainbow. Uh, Jimmy Pardo and Karen Never Not Funny comes to us from Carrie Oliver of Early Riser. Now, that's that band we listen to. Oh, yeah. Uh, that uh, publishes Heidi, her band. Let's take a look at the... Uh, oh, got a, this is exciting. Got a letter here. It says, uh, Dear Jimmy, thank you so much for checking out our... Uh, check, uh, thank you so much for checking out Early Riser on the air. We got so many nice notes from friends who listen to the show and new fans who listen to us after hearing it. Oh, nice. Here's a copy of Vocations for your collection and a shirt, medium since they're fitted. Cheers, Heidi, Carrie, and Early Riser. Awesome. So I got, uh, uh, got the vinyl there. That's Neat. great. Look at that. It's got all the hits on there. Vocation, Skeleton, Metronome, Heart. I like the name of that. Man, that can be in my movie. <laughs> Drop the Torch, The Narrator. Oh, The Narrator. Uh-huh. I, I like that as a name of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys, I think you got to... Let's agree. It's got to be something off the back of this album. <laughs> I don't know if that's the way Ple- to do it. Pleasantries, Corners, Blood on Canvas, uh, wa- uh, Wallflower and Red Lipstick. Uh, I can't... I'm looking forward to reading the... Reading. I'm going to read all the line notes <laughs> and, and while I'm listening to the music. Yep. And then uh, a t-shirt here, a fitted t-shirt. Gorgeous. I like the colors. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Under the riser. Oh, nice. That's nice. Uh, so kind of like a, what do you call that, a diner look? Or like a, like a hotel? Yeah, hotel, maybe? 50s. Uh, like a, not dingbat, but kind of like that style. 
Reminds me of that uh, sing, uh, the, the uh, Safari Inn near your... Uh, hey, I was going to say the same thing. Near your home. Well, thank you very much, the Early Riser. And uh, sorry you guys didn't get anything. Your <laughs> <laughs> no, name's on the show. Yeah. Goddamn right, there, Jimmy. All right, Garen. Guess everything's coming up Jimmy today. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have this, for Christ's sake. All right, come on in, Garen. That a boy. Good catch. Oof. Oh, oh, oh. Here, 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 seal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was going to happen eventually. I couldn't hit that can right now for, I, yeah. literally, if I tried. Here's the thing. In 10 years of throwing things in this room. That's yeah. never that's happened. That's the first time. the first time, which is a pretty good average. Here, throw, you know what? Uh, yeah, throw it back. See if we can do it again. Yeah, because because I, I can't. Hold on. All right. <laughs> oh, there you go, man. Oh my God. All right. Jesus Christ, I almost shattered with the glass. Right, my Matt, turn to try. Yeah, give it a try. Oh, this is not going to go well. No. I don't know if you want your laptop behind you. Yeah, me. you don't want it as a backstop. You don't want this as a backstop. Yeah, see, this is a carnival game. Yeah, it's a I carnival. Was too, I was too afraid of hurting his computer or his face. I agree with all that. I agree. Uh, and, uh, wow. That wasn't bad. <laughs> You're like three feet from it. It did, it did a did the uh, like a golf putt circling the uh, <laughs> yeah. circling the hole and not going in. I was trying very carefully not to hit the computer. Was that empty, Garen, when he hit it? Yeah, it was just a drop. It's empty. You're gonna be all right, or your legs are gonna get really excited because it's an energy drink. <laughs> uh, all right, well, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, we're gonna keep it a little tighter today than usual uh, because uh, Matt uh, is. Uh, I'm I'm sure you're 100 percent fine. Yeah, uh, but still, let's limit the time we're in here. Although yeah. we have ads to record, don't we? Oh yeah. We can talk about that off air. Do them here, or maybe I can do them. I can do them at home. Yeah, we can do them at home. Uh, all right, listen. We appreciate you guys listening. We appreciate you guys subscribing. Don't forget to check out Jimmy's records and tapes. Um, in addition to all, all the podcasts over there, the, the Misfit Toys. Uh, listen to uh, everybody's got over there. Michael Lee Black, Todd Glass, Doug Benson. Uh, survive how to survive with Daniel and Christine. Ruined with uh, Helly and oh shit. Oh God, I've got COVID, man. Yeah, I'm pillar bomb. <laughs> I'm an idiot who's just lost a dollar that I threw to Garen. Mm-hmm. Allison Levy. Allison, thank you. Whose who's show, I believe, opens in uh, New York tonight. Oh, cool. The uh, uh, Oh, what's the name of her show? It's about abortion. Uh, I, I, I believe it opens tonight. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I know what you're talking about, and I can't think of the name of it. Um, damn it. Garen, what's it called? I'm... Uh, Oh God, a show about abortion? Yeah, okay. Oh God, a show about abortion. It opens uh, May 5th. Opens May 5th? Opening night will be May 5th, 2022. Well, maybe they're in... Uh, previews? Previews. Mm. Maybe previews start tonight. So I saw a tweet about it, about mm-hmm. how there's something happening tonight. So, uh, mm-hmm. Yes. April 25th through May 4th. Opening night will be May 5th, so you are correct. There we go. All right. So uh, uh, if you're in New York, go see that. Well, yeah, she was great when she was on our show. Yep. And uh, very much enjoyed her. And... Uh, uh, if she's ever in Los Angeles, we'll have her back on the show in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and did I leave anybody out from the Misfit Toys? I think it covered everybody. Probably, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mike Schmidt? Did you say Mike Schmidt? I did. I, I, did, I, I forgot Mike Schmidt. Uh, Jen, Jen Kirkman? Did you say Four-year-old boy, Jen Kirkman. I think Jen Kirkman. Her show's on, on hiatus. Hiatus at yeah. the moment. Ah, oh, very good. Um, she went to work on that uh, Maisel. Yep. Oh, great. Yeah. Marvelous. Misses. On behalf of the Pop Culture Beast, look at him over there. There he is, the seal, Garen Cockrell. Behind Video Village of the Gauss, early at Hooper at the Hunt Show, COVID Zone, Matt <laughs> Belknap. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK 47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? 
for a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hopeberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2022, Never Not Funny, LLC. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.